Yeah. Kenosha. Fuck Dude, it's, around and it, find out. It sounds like a uh, a place, I don't know, in Japan or something. Yeah, Kenosha, Somalia. Is that what it is? I thought it no. sounded like the uh, like a black guy's name. <laughs> like Kenosha. a black woman. Kenosha. Like uh, Kenosha. Quinoa? Yeah. Quinoa. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my fucking god, dude! Yeah, dude, that video is wild as shit. The memes are amazing. Oh, they're so good. Already, just fucking out the gate with fire. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker is part of a militia, right? I don't know the name of this militia or anything. I haven't looked too deep into it yet. The CNN boys, gotcha. You gotta have a name first of all. Every good militia has a good name. Yeah, I mean, what's the point of doing it if you don't have a cool name? Yeah, how are you gonna get hashtagged on social media? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. How are people going to know what the fuck to talk about if everything isn't just, you know, spoon-fed to everybody? The nitrile-gloved nitros. (laughs) Also, that was gay. (laughs) Why were they wearing those gloves? COVID-19, man. That's so gay, dude. You should be wearing... Those are not the kind of gloves I want to wear. Wait, that's uh, why they were wearing them? I thought it was because I thought it was because they were uh, cosplaying or role-playing as medics. Have you heard them, like, say, medic, medic? No. In the videos, I, I heard the Antifa people saying, that. "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> just like I'm just thinking, like protesters, rioters in general. Is that dude's bleeding out his fucking head? Yeah. <laughs> where's Where's the blood coming from? Oh, I did see that. Where's the blood coming from? From his head. Put pressure on and it, the, dude. And they just like I swear they just like picked his head up like in the worst way possible, yeah. trying to look for blood. I'm like, the fucking holes right there. Yeah. What are you doing? They're <laughs> looking like, for like a you missing don't see it? cavern. <laughs> yeah. Like a fountain coming out I'm of like, his fucking dude, head. I'm like, that guy's actually already dead. He's just like convulsing and like, oh god. Uh, or if he's not dead, he, there's no he's way he's living through out. it. Yeah, he, he's not gonna live. I mean, he might be. They could possibly save him if they got him right to a hospital. They could possibly save him. I doubt it. I mean, no, he's dead now. Don't get me wrong. No, I mean, but I they, doubt it. Though they could possibly no people get shot in the head and survive, but there's a good chance he would probably be brain dead or retarded for okay, the rest so of his life. What's the point of living at that time? Right. Like, yeah, yeah. you're a fucking vegetable. Yeah. I'm not. I'm gonna have like a little shit. tag on me or something, yeah. like a tattoo or something. That says, I hate vegetables. It's like <laughs> if it's a headshot, leave me be. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, but anyways, these fucking protesters. A lot of people have been dying. What's been going on? Every it's like I can't even keep up with all the people that are know, fucking dude. dying and getting shot and shit anymore. Yeah. So this dude got shot. A pedophile got shot by the police seven times in the back, and now he's paralyzed. So is he actually a pedophile? He was he's 27. He was fucking a 14-year-old and got caught while he was 27? Yes. Mm, damn. Yeah, so I don't cool. I don't cool. yeah. Fucked around. Fucked around. <laughs> he found but, out. Uh, but he did not get arrested. He was not arrested for that. No, but he had a warrant out for his arrest also mm. for pointing guns at cops. Okay. Which I don't inherently see that as Is a that bad thing. Is that really a problem? Yeah, exactly. But this fucker uh broke up a fight. And someone else had called the cops to this fight. He Uh broke up the fight? He was the one who broke up the fight. And he was walking back to his car. The cops were like, stop, stop. Because they thought, I guess, he was part of the fight or whatever. He didn't stop. Because he had a warrant. And he's like, nah, man, I don't really fucking know. Did they know who he was, though, at the time? No. No, of course they don't. No. But here's the thing. They were wanting to identify him. Once you get involved with police, you're going to have to tell them your name if you don't know what you're doing. And then you're going to have to go to jail if you You don't have to. John Doe. You don't know what you're doing. I don't have my ID on me. Sorry. I didn't yeah. do anything unless wrong. Free yeah, to go. unless they suspect you of a crime, you don't have to give right. the police your fucking ID. Right. Even then, I got a story for that in a minute. Cops lie to you. <clears throat> just lie to the fucking cops. What would you lie? What would you tell them? My name is John Doe, <laughs> and I don't have my ID on me. 
Sorry. That's the name. It's just like, uh, really? <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> or just whatever name I come up with. Uh, don't fucking talk to police. I'm there, Kyle don't... Keen. <laughs> <laughs> My name is President Donald Trump, <laughs> and I order you to stand down. No, but yeah, don't fucking talk to police. Yeah. Don't look at them. Look at them. Yes. Don't look them in the eyes. Yes. Uh, no, I don't I get anywhere near them. I fucking stare down. Just cops. fuck. Just, just Honestly, get away. From I, I agree. If you have no idea how to deal with them or whatever, treat them like rabbit. Animals. You have to be like trained, yeah. just like how a person has to be trained to hire, like to 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 you know fuck with a wild animal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you should have some experience and knowledge about that shit. I think because police are fucking insane. Yeah. They will yeah. kill you. They are a grizzly bear in the woods. And, and then you they'll should, go. If you don't want to die and you don't know what you're doing, you should probably get in the fetal position. They'll fucking lay down shoot flat. you. They'll fucking shoot you, and then they'll go to the bar afterwards and get some <laughs> fucking uh, blue bunny to fucking suck their dick in the alley behind the fucking bar. What the fuck is a blue bunny? Is that a woman, woman that wants to fuck, fuck cops? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's a thing? I don't know. I just made it up. I mean, women always but it makes like sense. Sounds like a thing. Yeah. Guys should be uniform, a thing. So, yeah. Yes, the guys in uniform thing, for sure. How yeah, do you guys feel sure. like women in uniform? Nope, don't give a shit. No, give a shit. Women should never have authority, so. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I mean, like, in Stay general. Brand, Derek. In general. Like, what kind of uniform? <laughs> like a nurse uniform. That's okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all right. Maybe, maybe, please. As long as they have a doctor, a male doctor <laughs> over them. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you in part by Conversations About Freedom with Moral Bob. Enjoy other podcasts like ours at frathousepodcast.com. Nineteen forties oh, nurse outfits were way better than today's just random fucking scrubs. For sure. oh, you're right, dude. Yeah. But, uh, what is it? Is that? Do you think that's really real? Is that really what they fucking look like, or is that just how it's portrayed? Because if they were really walking around with their fucking like the tops, no, the top not of their the things exaggerated on ones. Red that's a Halloween costume. I mean, that sounds. That seems exaggerated. That was exaggerated. Take care of me, hello, nurse. But that style. <laughs> Until I guess they realized that these nurses couldn't actually, you know. Do anything in a skirt and high heels. There's a reggae song <laughs> by fucking coding right there on the table. There's a really old reggae song by Gregory Isaacs uh, called "Night Nurse," and it's all about how he wants to fuck his nurse. He's in the hospital and she's hot as fuck. What's he in the hospital that. for? <laughs> I have no fucking idea. <laughs> Who cares? He wants to fuck that. Doesn't nurse, matter, dude. dude. <laughs> he's like, ah, eh, whatever I'm in here for, I can still get it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about how he's gonna be faking the pain. I'm never leaving this fucking place, man. Thank you guys for this setup. So. On Saturday at the doctor, I was end up talking to him about anarchy. Oh, seriously, doctor about anarchy. <laughs> yeah. Do we have an anarchist doctor? Um, he was interested enough to call me the next day, and he's, he's like, he, was, he started to say something. He's like, "Uh, how are you doing?" I'm like, "Good." What? How was your week? Uh, no, he's just like, <laughs> he's like, I did the you know surgery on you yesterday. I'm like, "Yeah, okay, cool." And he's like, "But anyways, what I'm really calling about? What was that doc- um a video you uh, told me to watch?" And it was Machinery oh. of Freedom. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. So he was interested enough to call and find out the what name of the, the video. What the fuck? That Hell is yeah. crazy. I'm like, you know what he's thinking? as fuck. You know what he's thinking? I don't have to pay malpractice insurance. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually from a third world country, so he's, uh, we talked a lot about, uh, you know. Shitty governments? <laughs> yeah, like shitty governments and how, uh. Yes, he's communists like, killed my entire family. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, <laughs> I know all too much about the uh, communist uh, authoritarian regimes. <laughs> but yeah, that pretty much rocked. 
but on the way home, we got pulled the fuck over. Oh. Because. That's how you make a libertarian right there. Well, my buddy, who, friend of the show, Jordan, uh, had an expired tag and also suspended license. <laughs> oh, shit. For having, Derek. <laughs> for having an expired tag. Right. And, uh, yeah, so. Victimless crimes. Right, exactly. And here's the fucked up thing. He actually already paid it. They just didn't put it in this computer. Wait, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, no. <sighs> He's already paid it. And he got it taken care of on Monday. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's not, wasn't actually a problem because, you know, if they just what the fuck, fuck up. What the fuck? Computers are instant. You type it in. It's it's there. It's in the database. It's right. electricity. They you know what I'm saying? Not, it goes no, to the speed no. of light. It's not but when it's, it's not, with government no, shit, dude. No, because what are they doing? They're 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 hand, hand writing everything down on pencil and paper. You know, remember losing how it. you remember back in the day, like you would always hear stories about pygmies, uh, like, like tiny the, people and shit that would live no. on islands in the, and in the woods and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like the pygmies with Africa. the fucking. The reason you don't see cloth. any anymore is because they were all enslaved by government. And whenever they click something, there's actually one of them little pygmies behind that screen, and he scurries off with the Wait fucking information. <laughs> You're telling me that they were little tiny midget slaves? Yes. Get that the fuck cool. out of here. Yes. And in then, America. And the reason that it got lost and wasn't uh, and wasn't in the system yet is because someone probably hit it. With their car. I got to see this. Pygmy nice. slaves. But so, anyways, long story <laughs> short, the first officer, he was actually really cool. And he's just like, hey, Holy man. Shit. What they did treated, you just say to They me? treated him like pets. He was actually kind of cool and not being a complete dick about it. Let me finish the story and you'll understand. So he's like, hey, man. He's like, so technically, he's like, I'm not supposed to let you drive off. He's like, but if your buddy's got a valid ID, he's like, can you let me see it? He's like, you guys just switch seats. He's like, and take care of it. Okay. Nice. Okay. Well, yeah. some cue ball, fat piece of shit supervisor of his uh-huh. rolls up, oh, fuck. and he's he's like, uh, nope, you got to take the tag and take his license. Really? Yeah. They took the fucking tag and uh, Jordan's uh, license. So you have got take, to be fucking kidding me. They take the property that he bought. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. You never buy anything from government. Oh, you no. just rent it. Dude. That is insane. So what's is I, is he going to sue the fuck out of that department? I doubt there. I doubt it would go anywhere. I mean, what, what they the did fuck? is what quote, kind of fucking dude? No, listen, they gave him a fucking criminal ticket. A criminal ticket? Yes. What it exactly does crim- that mean? There's because, two different types. There's a criminal and a civil. Yes. Okay. They like his ticket uh, was so it was what the fuck you call it. Um, regardless, he has to go before a judge to talk about it. Wow. To get what the, you know, sentence or fine or whatever. Yeah. Even because they said he knowingly had an expired tag. So then what? You just had to get somebody to fucking come pick you up because you can't drive? So, or did you wait till they so, leave and no, then you drove anyway? So this is what the, 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 the uh, younger cop said. He's like, he's like, he's like, I already told him I can leave. He's just like, I can't hear him and we know whatnot. Uh-huh. And then he's like, uh, comes back and he's like, all right. He's like, there's no tag. It's a bit of a risk because you guys got to go uh, about an hour and a half north. Um, he's like, I'm going to leave. He's like, and you guys get home. However you get home. What the fuck? And I'm like, and you no... said this is a fat piece of shit. No, cop? no, no. That was the younger guy after oh. the fat piece of shit. But he cop. basically just absorbed his, his fucking persona and authoritarianism. No, because the fat ass cop is the one who took the tag off. Mm. But I, yeah, whatever. Is that rain? Yeah, it sounds like rain. Isn't a fucking hurricane hitting Louisiana now? Or is yeah, that, dude. Is that tomorrow? Fuck them. 
Category four, baby. Is it four? God yeah, damn, it's dude. a four now. I, I completely stopped looking at the uh, hurricanes if they're not coming to us. <laughs> Kyle just went outside. I think he has to go check on his tomatoes. He has to go check on his uh, his green tomatoes. On his fucking agorism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that oh. I'm sure it'll be fine. Oh man, dude, I can't. Ah, I, I just want I just want Stefan to come on the show now. Can can we fast forward five minutes? Can we just fast I mean, forward five minutes, please? I, we can all, uh, I can oh. tell you something awesome that happened to me this week. All right, go. What, what? Accidentally. All right. So I was high all <laughs> fucking day Sunday. Because I didn't uh, have anything else to do, and all I could do was sit around the house. So I just sat around and got high, and just was high, watching TV and shit like that. Okay. So I post, uh, yeah. I post a single fucking picture uh-huh. on uh, with a, some gay retarded <laughs> caption. And that fucking shit got shared over 900 times, just on Facebook. Was it uh, regarding your campaign? Yeah, yeah. So it's just that a, one. Just a, just a picture of uh, my sign next to a uh, yeah. uh, Kyle Keen's sign. That's so awesome. And uh, it went viral in the Liberty Sphere. It did. Yeah, like, that's pretty wild, dude. <laughs> Everyone kept like pinging us, telling us like, "Holy and, shit, Davey's fucking viral, <laughs> <laughs> dude!" Everyone kept sending me shit, and I have got way too many friend requests that I'll never look at, unless you're a hot chick. All I do accept all hot chicks, dude. Just accept but, them all. Oh, eh. it's coming down, baby. Eh. Yeah. I hope we don't lose power. You're probably right. Oh shit. Oh, fuck. The worst day How to lose power. How often does that happen? <laughs> Every day, dude. Um, not it's... too often. It has to be a pretty bad storm for us to lose power. Guys, I think we'll be all right. I think we'll be fine. This will be nice, Do you hear nice that? background aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Don't listen to this episode if you're driving. <laughs> be Why? put you to sleep. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh fuck. That's like one of my favorite things, dude. This yeah. is the episode of ASMR. The sound of rain. Dude, hell yeah. It sounds like a fucking storm. I have no idea how it's coming through on the microphones, but it sounds like it's coming down. The rain is pouring. <laughs> drip, well, well, drop. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> rain pellets falling on your head. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Oh, Christ. fuck yeah. People jerk off to that. <laughs> People might jerk off to what we just did. No balls. I bet, I bet taxi does. <laughs> Yeah, taxi. Jerk yeah, off to that. I dare you. I bet, he already fin- I bet he already finished. Um, He's kind of an ASMR guy, I think. He's into fucking trap porn. What's worse than that? ASMR. You know who's not getting <laughs> off anymore? Huh? You know who's not getting off anymore? Who? Those two protesters that got fucking lit up. <laughs> I thought... <laughs> I thought you were still that making That was so jokes. fucking dark, dude. <laughs> I thought Boom, you were still making sex Headshot. <laughs> oh, fuck. And then pow, right in the fucking also, chest. Also, the, uh, the, the nice, you know, hint of mist that comes out in that video. You're just like, damn, <laughs> dude, that shit is wild. And then see the aftermath of it's that guy's fucking fuck, what's happening yeah. his now, fucking dude. arm. I'm like, yeah, dude. It's, it's fucking happening. Fucked. What this the is the fuck shot. Is going on? This is the shot heard around the world. It's just going to take a, like twenty years for people to realize that this was it. You really think that's the shot heard around the world? I really think so. That is when think this is the moment where everything is now escalating because like, people are bringing rifles and people are bringing handguns into but the now, yeah, uh, violent protest. The left is going to want blood for that, and the right's not going to let the state give hmm. his blood for that because he did the right thing. This is that moment where are you going to let the state? Dude, so history just got made by a 17-year-old 
faggot who blows the fucking police. Majority of the signers of the Declaration of Independence were under 30 years old. I mean, okay, but they're probably over 17. One of them wasn't. Really? Really. Ooh. I don't remember his name, but I could sit there and... How far... How much worse do you think it's actually going to get with all this? When I say worse, you know what I mean? It's escalated. Dude, I don't know, man. Because I think it's like... It's think escalated it's gonna to... it's going to spread to here? Like rural uh, areas? You know, um, some guy got the ever-living fuck beat, him, beat out of him at the uh, Busy Bee down there. No, I didn't know about that. No uh, shit? You didn't see that? By, by uh, what, a cop or just No, by fucking uh, supposed, supposed Antifa protesters. What uh, the fuck? In our hometown? Traveling Antifa protesters that were headed somewhere else. Huh. Wow. They got on the fucking interstate and left. That's our backyard. Dude, yeah. it was in the fucking paper. For all those people who sit there and what say, the gotta fuck? wait for it's in my backyard. It's It's there. in your fucking Dude, backyard um, now. The video, the guy, he had his, they beat the shit out of him with baseball bats. Like, his eye was, like, just blood Holy and fuck, red. dude. Well, that's why I carry everywhere. Yeah. You should. And my wife will carry everywhere. You fucking should. And my daughter will carry everywhere. <laughs> <Jeez> <laughs> and <sick>. my son. He's going to give her a 22 until she's 13. <laughs> and then she gets a 9. Listen, listen. Once, dude, once my- you're uh, 13... You get to go to a nine, but yeah. until then, twenty twos only. <laughs> yeah, my mom only has twenty twos. I think I was responsible enough. It's so at weird. Th- at thirteen, hey, twenty twos will pop. Yeah, twenty twos will do it. You, you can shoot without. You can shoot without hearing protection too. Yeah, without having to worry about it too much. All right, let me see if I can get this guy on. It is now time. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. This is one of the bigger guests that we've had. I'm I'm excited. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. Stefan Kinsella. You want me to keep that in the fucking thing? I was just going to cut it all until I got him on. You just you cut it right there and cut then it, right it comes there. on. He, he's not going to. Well, he won't hear it until he listens back it's to gonna it. It's going to be yeah. It's going to be like <laughs> such a. It's going to be like such a uh, build up, and then it's just going to be like, hey, <laughs> you know. That'd be actually great, honestly. I said his name right though, right? Yeah, Stefan Kinsella. Stefan, Stefan. Who cares? It's not Steven. It's not, it isn't. Steven no. Kinsella. <laughs> I'm hoping he might be dead. Senor Kinsella. <laughs> we are waiting. I can't fucking beatbox. I never fucking learned how to do that shit. Me either. It's Why? like waiting room music, man. <laughs> yeah, I could do that one. <laughs> it kind of likes anything. Um, what, what is it? Like Russian music? Oh yeah, the hard bass. Yeah, what's it called? DJ Blackman. <laughs> His name is Blackman. 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 Black. Black. That is too funny to Some me. Fucking a DJ Russian named DJ shit, Blackman. <laughs> <laughs> like a South Park character. <laughs> DJ Token. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Yeah, he's gonna listen back what? to this episode and be like, "What the what fuck, the fuck what did I saying, say dude? I was gonna come on?" He might to? be able to hear us. I have no idea. I can't. We can't. He's hear him. changed his mind now. He's heard us, and we haven't been able to Wait, hear him, and he's you changed came his on, mind. He, he came on the fucking uh, server. He knows what kind of shit he's in for. Let's see. Yeah. Can I, can I talk to him here? He's got to know. Can I have Uno one of those? Yep. I just want to put it underneath my thing so I don't get water stains all over the table. Was that Russian? It was nothing. It, I wasn't trying anything. I was just, it was retard. I was just, <laughs> I was just speaking retard. <laughs> I just talk. You know like, who? Uh, 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 
a, a retard? You know who, what your retard impression reminds me of? Huh? Uh, the Cranky Anchors. What was that guy's name? Special Ed? Spe- oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, just, that's what it sounds like. I used to hate I'm that show. Special Ed. I think it'd be a lot of fun to watch now. Cranky Anchors? Yeah. Dude, that was so was, anti-PC. I was not a fan of it Dude, back uh, then. I don't know why. That was when like, anti-PC peaked, <laughs> and then it like dove into SJW shit. Yeah, and now we're bringing it back. Comedy, yeah, comedy yeah, was almost dead, almost yes. dead. We're murdering that shit now. Almost. <laughs> now, like people, kind of like those their... two dead faggots up in uh, what is that Wisconsin <laughs> shit? <laughs> oh my god, we're just gonna have to keep going back to this. Instead of the Mogadishu <laughs> mile, it's the Kenosha kilometer. I what? need to be here oh, to be here. We Whoa, there we got gotcha. you! Uh, Damn, that sounds nice. Did did Kinsella just figure out some 1980s technology? <laughs> <laughs> You're talking to us like through one of those like old school megaphone like like a. I am. I'm an old guy. Oh, what can I say? <laughs> I up, find dude? it amazing these modern platforms. Yeah, I know, man. Nowadays, yeah, you don't even have to leave your house anymore. No one has to leave their house, <laughs> except for Davey. He works in welding. Yeah, I actually got to leave. My <laughs> I house. have to leave my house. <laughs> Most people still have to leave their house, Derek. Yeah, actually, oh, no, two don't. out of three of us leave our house at work. How, how much are you leaving your house nowadays, Stefan? Oh, oh, did we lose him again? I think we might have. All right, let me know when... Uh... Oh, All right, he, how about... he just got back on. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ! Yeah. Are you da- every, time, every time Davey gets up to like go take a piss or something, then you come back on and then you <laughs> left... <laughs> Oh fuck! Well, man, can you hear us now? So I think we're all good. I hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, Yes, sir. You're a little low, though. This is like the uh, the general's problem, right? (laughs) The what? Uh oh, is this something I don't know? Oh, don't you know the generals? uh, You know the the two generals that want to attack, but they uh, the the general's army thing. It's a communications uh, theorem. Oh no, Uh, I haven't heard about this. This sounds like something Kai would be into, though. if they both attack, they will be successful. But if only one attacks, they won't be. But the problem is they're separated by a valley to attack the enemy. Oh, like a prisoner's dilemma thing. They, but if neither one of them attacks, they'll be safe. Well, the thing is, if one attacks and the other doesn't, then they will be decimated. So they send runners back and forth, but there's a there's a probability that the runner will be killed, right? Yeah. On the way there. So if if you send your runner to, to tell the other guy, okay, let's attack at ten o'clock tomorrow morning, and he dies. Now, how do you know? If, how do you know if the other guy got the message? Right. The runner has to come back, but oh, then shit. the other guy, the other guy has to know that the runner came back. So there's like an infinite um, string of runners. Re- <laughs> right, which you can never do in reality. So that's. This is this is called the two generals problem or something. It's part of commu- communications theory. But the, the thing is, when you talk in simultaneous terms like we're doing now, you sort of solve that problem, but right. you don't quite. Because like I was talking, you couldn't hear me, etc. Anyway, it just sounds like tech electric- issues to me, dude. <laughs> it was a, that's what I learned in electrical engineering. Okay, yeah. So it's it's kind of it's a geek, a total geek <laughs> issue, but no, it's, I like uh, it. It's interesting. Yeah, I, I love thought experiments I, and like little like. Have you ever heard of oh, what's it called? I can't remember the name of it, but it's a certain type of paradox that's actually potentially hazardous to your health. Just to know what? No way. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's like, a real thing. Go, 
Yeah, I don't remember what it's called though. Well, there's several of them. One of them is like if we know that like we're in an artificial simulation, and if we if someone figures that out, or like if if we're like really God, we have an evil god that runs the universe, and so all the bad guys are just robots. And or, if you finally figure the, if you figure that out, then they'll come kill you or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Or the, or, oh. or, or like so. There exists this being named a certain thing, and just knowing the name of this thing means that you either have the option of devoting all of your time to worshiping and 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 bowing down to the will of that being, what? or you're going to, um, or that being will, you know, torment you for eternity. It's like some Lord of the Rings. I think, shit, I think you should stop picking on Baptists. Honestly. <laughs> 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 he got you, dude. He got you on that. It's good one. stuff. No, so oh fuck, man. Yeah. It's an honor to have you on. How was your week? It is, man. Uh, I never, I never know how to answer these questions. Like, how's how are things going? How are you doing? Yeah, uh, personal questions. I mean, I'm not dead yet, and uh, <laughs> entropy is still happening. And, uh, and you invested are you making in gold? It? I'm sure. So you're doing pretty all right yeah. there. And uh, the future is uncertain, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, how are you holding up during during all this COVID stuff right now, man? Well, how is COVID nineteen eighty four treating you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I I I was saying for a while that I don't want to be this asshole that says I'm enjoying it, but you know I'm enjoying it <laughs> oh, and yeah. it's fine for me. So so you're an introvert. Well, I'm kind of sick of traveling on airplanes anyway, and. Uh, <clears throat> And my kid is like high school interviewing for college phase. We're about to have to hit the whole fucking country with oh, 17 stupid college trips. And so now we get to escape all that. So yes, postpone it. Yeah. By well, the way, it doesn't sir, sound, it sir, doesn't sound like you have a mask on. We are a, <laughs> we fa- we are, we are a, we are a family <laughs> friendly show and you just said fuck. <laughs> no, we're not. I have baby. a mask. I have a mask on. I'm trying to emulate proper behavior, even though it's totally unnecessary. <laughs> and it is probably unnecessary in, in normal life. Uh, Don't make me call the college liberals on you to dox you and fill your email with gay porn. <laughs> Speaking of masks, though, I saw a fucking article where the governor of Maine made it a a decree or a law or an order or whatever that all wait staff had to wear a face shield, but inverted. So pretty much they're walking around now with fucking dog cones. That's around fucking their gay neck. shit, dude. Oh. That's, uh, that makes no sense. <laughs> I mean, I actually kind of think, like, if I was single, I mean, and I'm not, but, you know, you know, you see these this waitress, and she, like, she looks like she could be hot, and you're like, you want to say, like, Show me your. Just let me see what's behind that mask, honey. Dude, no, you're right though. It's yeah. spawned a whole it fetish. Is, it's. I've already got that fetish beforehand, but goddamn, that's gone Covering now. Covering a woman's it, mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but goddamn, it's gone. Because I'm like, Ugh. but yeah, you never know what's behind that. Yeah, they might have gorgeous Busted eyes, ass teeth, gorgeous eyes, but damn, the rest you of them might know. be fucked. It's true. It made all women hotter. It did. Well, they only have to do Instantly. makeup on half their face. <laughs> don't, don't, don't 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 make the don't make the Muslim argument for it. that's what they argue. Oh right? my like, god! Oh, that we wear a beekeeper outfit because if you only see their eyes, it, it saves you a lure for your wedding night or you know <laughs> this kind of 
Yeah, your yeah. husband. Well, yeah, then we can we can like treat them as slaves forever. Yeah, yeah. So that's great. Garbage Muslim bags all women the time. do have very nice eyes. Oh my Dude, god! What if it's a whole religion based around a fetish? True. Listen, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's why Muslims have so many wives. You don't know how ugly this bitch is going to be until wedding well, night. Holy shit. It was based around a fetish. <laughs> that fetish is pedophilia. <laughs> is that really a problem in Muslim shit? Well, um, what's, what's her Muhammad? Muhammad mm-hmm. married a nine-year-old? Oh, yeah. I always forget oh, No, about he that. married her when she was six. He waited until she was nine to fuck her, though. <laughs> Green. I, mean, I think this is a little, this a little bit inappropriate, but uh, who, who am I to judge? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to stop there and we're going to get into the big brain stuff. So don't worry. <laughs> big brain stuff. So those two idiots deserve to die in uh, Wisconsin. Oh, my God. I can't even call this Kenosha thing. Yeah. Yeah, man. We were just talking about it a little bit before we brought you on. Well, you know, it's bad when you can't even tell who the bad guy is supposed to be, even according to the media narratives. Like, wait, who did what that was wrong? Yeah. Right, yeah, because the they're so they're so they're so, bland so hard, it. trying so hard to paint that guy as evil, but they can't get it out of their head that like, or they can't even like mask it enough that it was a seventeen-year-old protecting private property. Did you guys see the Republican thing where uh, uh, Trump Jr.'s girlfriend spoke? Uh, what's her name, Kimberly Guilfoyle? And if you listen to the transcript, what she said sounded pretty good you know compared to the democrats bullshit but the way she announced it she sounded like freaking eva she sounded like hitler or something i mean she was you know <laughs> we will be socialist and then she would grin like in a weird <laughs> really? way she was trying so hard it was crazy like the way she delivered it uh, what she said was actually maybe the best thing that was said the whole night in a uh-huh. way right but the way she announced it it sounded like She's pounding on a platform yeah. looking for like the, you know, the helicopters to fly in. And- <laughs> the, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's been watching all the all the uh, <laughs> the Hitler uh, speeches to prepare. <laughs> I, I think mean, he was Trump, very charismatic. I think Trump said, I think Trump said, go for it, honey. Go for it, honey. Yeah. He said, OK, I'm going to please my boyfriend's. Husband, uh, father, <laughs> <laughs> my future husband. Who knows? Oh man! So, Stefan, we invited you on this week. All right, primarily, and I, I for the listeners here, not for not for me. All right, not for Derek. <laughs> this is all for Derek. This is all. This the, is Derek. Well, hold on. The listener, like I've talked about you, we've talked about you quite a bit on the show. Uh, we Derek brought up some of you. We've brought up some. Show. We, Davy. It's a, this is a we thing. <laughs> Derek's your fangirl. Well, he like really we've is. talked. Do we have about... any girls? Do we? Is it all white males here? No. Uh, we don't. Yes. We don't allow anything else. Actually, yeah, no, yeah. no. Any minorities? <laughs> no, any women? No. Nothing. Well, Davy's Irish. Any so. lizards? <laughs> any cats? Nothing. No I'm lizards. Irish, so yeah. No women is the is the metric. Right. No right. women. Allowed. No no women and foreigners. Oh man. But yeah, I, I basically well, just that, I want that's that's how to attract them to the audience. That's <laughs> that, that's a great message. We're Isn't not racist though? though. Right. Right. Yeah. We don't care about okay, race. Well, nobody really is. Let's face it. That's true. <laughs> there is no such thing as a white person. That's also true. That's yeah. true. That's true. But anyway, I wanted to bring you on mainly just to kind of expose our listeners to you because I know that no one's going to look you up and like look up anything. No one in our audience is yeah, unless I just unless you come on the show. <laughs> And then maybe people would find some interest in in some of your work and some of the the content that you put out. 
So I guess uh, yeah, what's, your, what's your general? What is your generation? Is it are you are you guys the? We're millennials that talk millennial? to a bunch of Gen Zs. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, millennials don't read anything. They no, just, they don't like, read. They listen to they, they they listen to podcasts, which is basically YouTube videos, which are not really podcasts, but they call them podcasts because uh-huh. they don't even remember what podcasts used to be. <laughs> pretty much, man. Something like that. It's, it is, yeah, it is right. fucking true. Audiobooks, though, too, man. Everybody listens to audiobooks. Well, listening Everybody's is, driving. Listening is better than reading. Yeah. You uh, can multitask. Who was that? Oh, God. There was somebody, um, I don't remember who it was, some some pretty fucking smart dude, who's talking about uh, how it's, reading is actually a pretty new thing, and that people what? like living yeah. to, like, like people... Um, Relate to the audio version of books better. Oh, I see. Than reading, Re- reading as like a yeah. cultural thing, like right, something right. that everybody because does for thousands upon thousands upon thousands of years. We were all oral tradition, uh-huh. and like that's how we learned history and shit. Gotcha. And it wasn't until the past like well, few hundred years that reading became common for the common man. Oh, interesting. Well, it's sort of like uh, you know we all think that if you're literate now, you read novels, but novels initially were frowned upon sort of like as like brain, you know, mindless brain candy, sort of like mm. we look at movies or, oh. or, or video games or something now. But now it's like the, the mark of an educated gentleman to read novels. <laughs> <laughs> I've read all 372 books by Stephen King. You're a King completist. Yeah, I, I've, I've never read a single King book. <laughs> Oh man, I tried to get into him. I really did. I really tried. And I just, I don't know. I think you should let go of the guilt at this point. Just let it go. It's not going to happen. <laughs> your life is what it is. When you yeah. turn 25, you're the guy you're going to be there for the rest uh, of your life. So yeah. That's not true. All right. Go true. back to your uh, true. Go I'm back not, to your nowhere near uh, the person, person I go was ahead, at sorry. 25. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, okay. Hey, I, I kind of all right, so I I got I got I got to rope this in. This is yeah. a little All right, so I want to I want to uh allow you to kind of introduce a little bit about yourself, man. Uh tell us uh kind of about maybe some of your history and how you've plugged into the liberty movement. Mm. Everyone's favorite question. How do you relate to libertarians? Yeah, I what's funny is I hear these podcasts like Tom Woods and others and they'll do this from time to time. Um and sometimes it's a good question, and sometimes it's like, oh no, not again. Yeah, I know. Uh, um, You're speaking mostly to a bunch of uh, uh, retard libertarians who have yeah. never heard of you and don't know <laughs> and don't usually don't care. Well, yeah. explaining who I am is one thing, but ex- uh, like my personal story and all that. I mm-hmm. mean, I think most people that are somewhat uh, reflective about where they are in life and how they got there. Mm-hmm. Um, you think about later, like you realize later, you don't realize at the time, right? So I could give you an answer, but it's only what I know now. I didn't know it at the time, but basically I was a, a kid in Louisiana, kind of bookish, small, smart, and a smart ass and also adopted. And all those things sort of combined, I believe um, to make me uh, like ideas, but also be individualist because 
like if you're adopted, you, you you start thinking like, oh, I don't give a fuck what my 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 genealogy is, my blood, right? Mm-hmm. Because I don't have it. I don't know what it is. Whatever. And then if you're small and smart and a smart ass like I am and was, well, I'm not small anymore. I need to lose a little a little, <laughs> little weight, a little COVID weight. But uh, join our fitness club. <laughs> <laughs> we have a fitness program. <laughs> Out of context. Yeah, I got a feeling like I'm, I'm 55. I got a wife and a kid. Like, yeah, if I, my wife's always like, I'll oh, lose 15, 20, 30 pounds, whatever. Just cut like, out carbs and sugar. If I got the, yeah, I know. There's like, uh, yeah, the, there's a carnivore crap. And, oh, <laughs> this, Damn, you just pissed off Nemo. No, no, I'm, 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 I'm kind of with it, but there, I, I'm, but I, I did this Dallas Bitcoin thing about two years ago with my friend uh, Juan Carpio and uh, uh, Saifedi Namus, the Bitcoin guy, was there. And he's such a big – like he's the guy that's got these shoes that have the toes that are cut out for your toes that you know everyone <laughs> looks at and they kind of freak out. It looks like warts growing on your feet. You know? Yeah, like just – he's wearing sandals, but they're like Crocs with the toes cut out <laughs> on the front. <laughs> I mean, it's like they're yeah, but anyway. So so, uh, safe arranged this thing, and it was it was a mm-hmm. it was a it was a Bitcoin dinner, and it was all carnivore. And I, I went with it because my for friend I was was with me. He was like, "Oh, I'm into carnivore. Meat is great," and blah blah blah. It is, and great. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But the funny thing was, so like the dinner was like, the appetizer was like some kind of carpaccio, and then the the dinner was like a huge mm-hmm. T-boy, T-bone ribeye or something and then i like that a t-boy t-boy yeah <laughs> that's the louisiana <laughs> in louisiana we call anyone anyone named anthony we call them t-boy i'm, I'm getting oh my, nice uh, my t-, t and bone. then and then the dessert the dessert was a shrimp cocktail so it was like it was all basically <laughs> what? yo you want some dessert yeah. shrimp cocktail <laughs> <laughs> and yet they were ser- and yet they were serving wine with it like hey would you like some wine with this i'm like how is that carnivore but whatever but uh, I mean, if no, Lisa I, get, had, I get like, the idea, but predator grapes, predator grapes. <laughs> no, because you know, libertarians are some of them can spend the money, but some of them are cheap. So, you know, yeah. if you have the wines supplied by the house, everyone's happy with that. But if you got to pay for your own drink tab, then libertarians start getting nervous. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're right. We need to socialize the drinks. <laughs> I know. Getting like, drunk yeah. is, a, is a human right. <laughs> Listen, but uh, you, whenever you <laughs> yeah. whenever you hang out with libertarians, everyone is liquor and weed become a everyone's communist. Oh my god, it's so true. It's just, yeah. do you want some hair? Fucking, I don't care. Yeah, drink however much you want and smoke however much you want. I'm sure you've been to a lot of like libertarian stuff. Fucking great like conventions and gatherings and stuff. Have you ever noticed this? There's weed smoke everywhere. Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> Sounds like a no. <laughs> Sounds like a, I don't want my wife uh, to find out. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not that. No, it's just I just was always I I don't like weed. I, I've done it. I mean, I've probably only done it five hundred times. Okay, so that's not a lot. So you know, <laughs> I, that's like a that's like a year to, or two, maybe. I've tried something. it. You know, no, no, no. I don't I don't like it. And no, I I've, I've never been. I think in the in the last five years, I've seen it more often because in the states I go to, it's kind of half times legal, Colorado or 
you know, California or whatever. So it's a little bit more prevalent now, but I I think it's a generational thing or just maybe the people I hang out with. But um, I literally am never around weed and I'm so such a rule follower, like (laughs) not a rule follower, but like I, if I went to California, right, I might do an edible or something or try it. Oh, hell but yeah. I like it to be legal so that it, I know it is safe. Like you I don't know you're go not going to some... die because some cop fucking is We're in a bad mood. Up and you can't see your kids or something. Yeah, I don't want the CIA to put you know PCP in it or or, 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 <laughs> or, or, or rat poison in it or you know. Yeah, I just don't trust it. And uh, like they did so, with Stanley. No, I, have, I haven't really been around that much drug culture, except my wife would think I have, and most normal people I know would think I'm a junkie because, you know, I've been around it enough. Right. You know, but no, I don't really. And if I did, I would admit it. I just don't partake. I just probably because it's illegal. I just like figure, you know, there's other things you can do. But uh, um, so no, the funny thing is, I, yeah, I got high with Angela Keaton, like, for example, at the anti-war chick in California about seven, eight mm. years ago in her room. Um. Nice. A couple things like that. <laughs> These are like Google, Google <laughs> image search right now. Oh wow! Nice but job. But other man. than that, you know, other than that, <laughs> and yeah, I, mean, I remember hot? Angela's so funny. So, oh yeah. Well, Angela Keaton. Angela is the anti-war chick who's kind of a bisexual. He used to be married to Brian Doherty. Oh. Who people who read books know who he is. You know that kind of thing. But Fun um, for couples, you know. Well, so. No, it wasn't just me and her. It was a bunch of people. But so, oh wow, Angela ran into. <laughs> no, no, I mean it was it was a it was a communal thing, you know. <laughs> but... Okay, we're following. Yes, but so I've got a good mental image. So I go to I go to so this is Libertopia, which is sort of the kind of psychedelic hippie thing on the West Coast. Okay, um, and then I get go to Porkfest uh, a couple years later, and Angela's there. Now Angela's one of these sort of you know free spirits. She's great, but <laughs> how long have you been married? But oh, uh, since nineteen ninety something. Yeah, I get it. Cool. Continue. Long time. Yeah. No, no. Angela and I are just <laughs> friends. No, I, I, I don't fuck around. But <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah. <laughs> if it was, it wouldn't be with Angela. But anyway, <laughs> because you got know. to, you got to, awesome. you got to continue, please. Dude. No, no, oh, yeah, no. Dude. She's 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 cute, but it's like there's too much, you know, dude, crazy it, there. <laughs> and that's and exactly what I look for. How fucking crazy are so, you? Oh my I, god. So 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 at, at Porkfest, there's this thing called Buzz's Big Gay Dance Party. Uh-huh. And I'm sitting, you know, on paper, people think I'm a square, I guess. But they have no fucking idea, right? Like, oh, yeah, I'm an atheist farmer ultra boy from Louisiana who is, uh, you know, been all over the world. And like, just because I have a basically, if you have a job and you have ever worn a suit, they think you're a square. That's kind of how libertarians think. Or talk about intellectual property. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Davey, how do you feel about Which suits? Which we'll, we will apparently never do. What? So Angela walked up to what? me. She walked up to me stoned at this fire pit across from Buzz's big 
gay dance party, <laughs> which I didn't go into because I hate because I hate the dance. I was about to say, I hate the gays. No, I don't hate the gays. I just hate the dance. And so she oh goes, why? She, she looks at me stone. She goes, why are you here? <laughs> Jesus, fuck. Like, don't you guys want to have a little outreach to people that, I don't know, can pay the bills? I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. That was a little sidetrack. No, but, no. Uh, it's, it's cool, fun. dude. Yeah, it's, it's good. That is cool. our entire show. Yeah, it's one Side big, stories. like, yeah, rabbit trail after another. <laughs> dude, <laughs> by the way, speaking of, like, things libertarians like, like weed and guns, <laughs> <laughs> what kind of, are you into guns at all? Have you ever gotten into that kind of stuff, man? Well, I'm uh, I'm from Louisiana, and yeah. so I was from the country, and I used to hunt, and I oh, have yeah. several guns in my house. I'm not a gun gu- I'm not a gun nut. Uh-huh. Um, I, I I stopped liking to enjoy killing animals when I was about seventeen. Uh, I'm not like a militant animal rights guy. I just I just. It's funny. I, I don't mean, believe animals once you have kill, rights at all. What, no, no, I don't. But once you kill, you know, seventeen tweets, you've done enough. You know, <laughs> tweets on Twitter. Or, you know what? What your mom has made you some blackbird jambalaya five times. <laughs> oh, that sounds so rad. Home. It was crazy. She made squirrel jambalaya, black uh, robin. I, I killed ro- the one thing was the robins. That's my one street cred thing is because it was <coughs> robins are some allegedly endangered species. Although I don't get it because I see them all the fucking time. What? So if you kill a robin, like a hundred dollar fine each. Oh so I would God. stuff the robins in my backpack. And no, I used to hunt a lot. I've shot and uh, I killed an endangered animal good, once. Why are you self incriminating? It was an accident. Because We're, probably the statute, it, it, the statute limit. He might be lying. He may, this movie could be <laughs> the statute of limitations. Kyle is a lying. Could be fa- I'm, I'm, I'm going to lawyer mode now. Yeah. What, to- what, <laughs> how does a law like that even come to like? It's a hundred dollar fine to kill a bird. What? Dude, that's yeah, there's all these oh, holy wild shit. bird things. Holy yeah. shit, this is fucking real as fuck. All right, just go, recent, Kyle. Just You're so recently, excited. Hit just me. recently, all there right. was this fucking dude who like was walking down, <laughs> I think it was in New Jersey. I want to say it was in New Jersey. Okay. No, Atlantic City, which is in New Jersey. It was Atlantic City. This dude was sitting there carrying his like funnel cake yeah. at the boardwalk. Oh, yeah, and the oh, seagull, took, seagull it. took it. And he fucking shot the seagull, and he went to jail for it. For killing a well, seagull that stole his food. I think the problem might be using a weapon at Atlantic City, but I don't know. I'm just. <laughs> I mean, you're you're probably right. <laughs> but but uh, if you ever hunted or fished, you know there are game wardens and, sure. and these guys, the government guys that they run around and they will randomly pick people to uh, check your backpack or check your 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 Wait your fri- your, your fridge. You, yeah, did you know that game wardens actually have the most authority of any oh. any law enforcement was like officer Rangers. in the state. No, no, no. Here, in here, here in the state of Florida, yes. I don't know about other states, but yeah. Here. Other states might be different, but in the That's state of Florida, ridiculous. The, the most yeah. authority is given to FWC. They can, yeah. they can so they, walk they wherever they, they want. Enforce they enforce this shit. They enforce this stuff. So, uh, but <laughs> no, so I have guns and uh, my wife has a concealed carry license. I don't have one, but... Uh, Oh, the other day, the other day we had an issue at my house. We live, we live here like in the cloistered white suburbs of Houston, like the rich area, Cloister. where we have private police and whatever. It's totally safe, right? 
you know, until it's not. Right. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we heard something, and we got, my son got crazy, so I showed up and opened the gun safe, which I've showed them before, but they never paid attention. Uh-huh. And I pulled out my my revolver, and I I said, you, look, if there's a problem, you just pull the trigger. He goes, don't you have to cock it? I said, no, it's a revolver. You... And so I'm walking around the house just to mollify him, and uh, I'm pointing it up. And I had my finger on the outside because I didn't think it was a problem. But my son said, is your finger on the trigger? I'm like, no, it's on the outside. Don't worry. Don't Smart worry. Kid. But like he was – he was sli- yeah, he's a 17-year-old. He's slinking behind me. Like he's a titty boy. He's never seen this kind of stuff. I'm like, well, if a guy walks in the door, I'm going to shoot his ass. But I think everything's <laughs> fine. And plus we have, we have three ravenous poodles who will devour him. Before anyone gets here, it's like it's like the pig thing in one of these horror movies, you know. <laughs> Throw them to the pigs. Hell There'll yeah. be nothing left. The big poodles. Yeah, poodles. Poodles. Poodles, poodles are, are way fiercer than people think. Yeah, yeah dude. Poodles poodles are they vicious. are strong. Like Full size poodles fierce. are uh, yeah. used as hunting dogs in England. Oh no shit. Yep. Uh, well, you know what? That's why they have. You know, everyone makes fun of them for looking like uh, girly girl dogs with these big poopy things. Uh-huh. They're the French. But the reason they did that dogs. was. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the idea. But the reason they did that was because they wanted to uh, keep their joints warm when they went into the cold water to retrieve the geese or whatever they shot. Nice. In other words, they have bad joints. So, like, there's actually a reason that that evolved. Oh, that's interesting. That's ridiculous. So, so it's I actually could, practical <laughs> that they look ridiculous. Well, it used to, it used to be now now it's now it's just an ornament. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, it's tradition. It's you a have remnant. To make your dog look ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that at first, but now I love I love my poodle. I've had six poodles now, and they're, they're the best goddamn dogs. Jesus Christ, they're so smart. Tell me you don't have a sticker that's like "I love my poodles" on the back of your car. Please tell me you mm. do. No, my sticker is uh, the Hundred Club. Like I support the police and the firemen. <laughs> <laughs> do you really Dude, have that sticker? Listen, that that is a fucking. Cheap I do, and lie. the reason is because <laughs> I'm trying to reduce my chances of getting a, a, a ticket. If yeah, I get dude, that is feeding. a cheat code in life. <laughs> wow, I was actually yeah. talking about. Did you at least last like night. peel it off of someone else's car first? You didn't like you buy it. <laughs> No, I, you got to pay a hundred bucks a year, but it's like it's like a weird. Ex- I, I actually think it should be illegal, but it's an extortion racket, right? Because they're sort of insinuating if you give us a hundred bucks for the widows and orphans of firefighters, well, maybe yeah, you won't get you, a ticket. If yeah, you, cut you some slack, maybe. It's maybe it's it's a you but you know die when we see your your brake lights out. <laughs> but my wife, my wife, I get two of them. My wife won't let me put one on her car because she's like, Fuck that's going to ruin the look of my car. And plus, <laughs> I never speed anyway. So I give the other one to my nanny and she likes it. So, dude, you're retarded. 100 Club is uh, about uh, five to twenty dollars on eBay. <laughs> Wait, people are just selling them? Yeah, I, I'm sure they're not real stickers. I, thought sure could, like, I, I was thinking about a, a business where you could like print fake 100 yes, club stickers. Yeah. That's awesome. I know. Yeah, yeah why not? Just, provides. just make Who one. Who fucking cares? Now, IP is bullshit, anyways. Wait, would that be covered? I know. I, 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 I honestly, I was thinking about this. Like, yeah, fuck, fuck the cops, you know? Yeah. 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 yeah you rubbed <laughs> off on Derek with the whole IP is bullshit. And then Derek rubbed off on me. Honestly, that was you were what, who convinced me that, that IP is uh, what IP was like. How terrible it was. 
that was basically from you. And ever since then, I've just like, I don't know, listened to your podcast and consumed everything. Yeah. My only question it on it, my only question on IP is like, wouldn't that decentivize people from making better shit? Like if they can't prove that nope. like this is mine and I'm going to profit off of this, it, it, why, would they, why would they not do that? Well, okay, a couple things. Number one, uh, three things. The purpose of law is not to incentivize A, B, and C. That's the kind of Chicago or utilitarian way of looking at it. And number two, um, the purpose of IP law is not really to prove who did what. It's it's to it's 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 more it's to give you a monopoly protection to prevent people from pe- competing with you. So, in other words, what you're talking about is um, the source of origin or 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 uh, the right to be recognized as the creator, which is what we call plagiarism or something like that sometimes. But that's got really nothing to do with patent copyright. And the third thing is it doesn't guarantee you a profit. It just gives you the right to prevent people from competing with you. That's it. Uh, So, uh, and, And if you think about it, copyright emerged from this system where the government and the church controlled uh, expression through the scribes and then the guilds and then the printing press monopoly. Oh, like and they literally had when a they, right to copy things. To well, copy like so books when they were was, writing books like by hand. Well, and first shit. of all, well, first of all, yeah. So there was no easy way to copy things. You had these scribes, like you would have like these monks and churches just like copying things. And so they're of course under the under the control. I mean, we're talking say fourteen, fifteen hundred, whatever. I mean, good thing they did it. That's why we have Aristotle and and some of the early works preserved, uh-huh. except the idiots burned half of it down in Alexandria. Such a but, fucking um, travesty! Yeah, I know. Oh, if I could go was, back and change one thing in time, it'd be that. What? I know. I, the burning I of the one. Library kind of, of Alexandria. I, I don't even like to think about it. It, it. it makes my stomach go crazy, like thinking... What How we, much lost, we lost, which is yes. why all these ideas, the sea people <laughs> that, why, that caused the Bronze Age collapse. The I bet people? their history was all tied into that. Yeah, so it's like the best TV show of all time is, of course, Devs, and uh, it's it's totally ridiculous. But that would be the one good thing if we can have a quantum uh, quantum computer that could recreate history and go back and recreate the Library of Alexander and see what we lost. You know yes. what I mean? But Unfortunately, we have to go with entropy and just move forward. But um, anyway, sorry, forgot. Uh, you guys got me on a tangent. Here. <laughs> no, it's okay. Or maybe it's maybe it's a maybe it's a co-seeking. It was like know. the history of IP, like going back into yeah, the we were talking about oh, monopolies, yes, monks copying like Aristotle. Oh, so, yeah, so so there was no there was no easy ability to copy, but then the printing press came along and then started threatening this kind of easy entrenched way for the state and the church to control what could be printed or copied and so they they established a monopoly like in england it was called the stationers company so it was like the only it was a guild kind of thing like the only company that could had the authorization to print books and it lasted for about a hundred 150 years but then their monopoly ran out even back then you know what I mean? How did they justify it to people? Like, didn't people get pissed off and be like, "Why the fuck can't I print church?" So because just- they had never, they had, they had never, they had never been in a world where it was easy to copy things in the first place. So they weren't, mm. 
they weren't offended by this idea. It was like it would transition yeah. from from the uh, from uh, from if you wanted to publish a book, you would have to go through the agencies that existed. So it was just another iteration of that. Oh, okay. But the point is, it finally evolved into our current system, which, which when they did the Statute of Anne in 1710, which was a formalization of all this crap, they claimed to give the copyright to the authors finally. But because an author couldn't go to Amazon and publish a book or you know go to the internet and publish their blog, they still had to go through the the, the publishing houses so they still had to assign their rights over so the copyright system pretended to shift it towards authors but it still ended up being a publisher dominated industry until about you know 10 15 years ago really right oh, really? With, that's, with digital that's media and with kindle and all that so uh, it, it, the, these legacy systems can hang a, hang around for a long time. So like 200 years um, of our history was completely manipulated and controlled by the publishers. Well, I think that uh, that's just that's just modern. That's just the Industrial Revolution. That's 1800 America's founding to now. But even before that, it was a legacy from Statute of Anne. The Statute of Monopolies, which was the patent system, was 1623. And even that had origins earlier. So we're talking three, four, or five hundred years of this kind of stuff. And um, honestly, I think it has heavily distorted uh, Western and world culture and literary output and ideas and expression. And it's also reduced and impeded innovation in scientific and technical yeah, sure. matters and slowed down the pace of growth of the human race. Um, it's a tragedy that will never be appreciated because it's what Hazlitt and Bastiat talked about is the seen and the unseen. We, we don't know we don't know what innovations and what are what ex artistic works and whatever we would have seen if they had not been stunted. It's just like you you imagine all the all the people killed like you'll you'll hear about some amazing um, playwright or someone who survived world war one or two okay that's fine but what about the ones that didn't survive yeah that would have been like earth-shattering physicists or or philosophers yeah but or can you still make the same argument it's like what about the profits i would have made if you had not impeded you know whatever if you had not copied my product and sold it <clears throat> oh that's interesting um well, here's the way I would look at that. What I'm what I'm pointing out is this: there's a principled, logical explanation for why certain types of laws uh, are unjustifiable. Okay, and to illustrate that, you can give examples, and some of them are historical, some of them are hypothetical, or whatever, which is what I'm kind of doing. So when I give an example, I'm not trying to use it to prove a case because, again, you can mm -hmm. never prove it. True. But I'm just trying to engage the mind and explain that um, if you understand that the way counterfactuals work and the way that, the way that our 
the, the way that opportunity cost just works. Like we could never know the cost of these things. Um, and I think that's all true. And that's just a way to get people to think about these things and to understand that this is unjustified and there's a cost to it. What the cost is, we don't know exactly, but we have some some idea by our imagination. Um, so it wouldn't make sense to use like for them for you to say, well, um, what if there was an IP law? What about the inventions that uh, we wouldn't have because of that? Yeah, who knows? Okay, and, and so yeah, it's, well, it's all print. It's not just that. So the problem with that line of thinking is, well, number one, the purpose of law is not to come up with a set of incentives to maximize to control innovation. people. <laughs> yeah, to well, force them to do. Or, or, yeah, to, to put them into different areas of action. Something else well, I've noticed too that with patents is that people will buy patents and then sit on them and not use them because they haven't found a way to capitalize off them yet. Oh, patent trolls? Um, yeah. Well, like I'm pretty a- sure there were some companies that bought patents to some kind of invention, but the technology hadn't quite got there yet, so they just sat on it and waited for the technology to catch up to it. Oh, that's weird. Um,. So what's, let me ask you this. What's the question? <laughs> because like, I think that, that there's would, a lot of that right there in itself there. would stifle, you know, invent or uh, progress because because somebody else could possibly say, oh, well, that's actually a good idea. Let me build on that. But if there's if they can't have access to that idea, then there's no way for them to build off of it because they're not allowed to have like all the information on it. And so the, the the problem is that to explain all this, you have to go into full geek mode and to go into uh, like a combination of lawyer mode, patent lawyer mode, oh boy, <laughs> and and Austrian economics mode. Mm-hmm. But let me let me summarize quickly what I think. Um, <clears throat> oh no, he's got the coof. The problem with patents is that it impedes what people can do with their property. That's the main problem, okay? Um, The problem is not patent trolls. In other words, the problem is not that we have a patent system, but we're letting people sit on these ideas without exploiting them. Like that's literally – which is one of the main complaints you hear in the mainstream – press about patents like oh well it's unfair that you get to have a patent on an idea that you never even sold the the product you're just like you just bought the patent from someone or you got came up with the idea and you never made a working model and you're getting royalties for the intermittent windshield wiper or whatever the fuck ever i mean like all these criticisms are completely incoherent because if you accept the logic that the government should be in charge of granting monopoly privilege grants for people who register a written description of an idea that some government bureaucrat can't find a previous instance of in the literature, okay? Right. Then if you accept that, which is the basic logic of the patent system, right? Um, then there's really no complaint against people that do patent trolling 
or they do mm. they don't practice the invention because the problem is the okay, government enforcing now, patents. Now, yeah. Well, now it's an That's economic asset, and if I have an economic asset, why shouldn't I decide whether or not exploit I should it. Yeah. Ex- exploit it now or this way or that way or whatever? Like that's not the problem. What, uh, licensing is not the problem. Patent trolls are – in fact, patent trolls are the least of the problem because patent trolls, number one, they either hold a patent that's a valid patent or it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a shitty patent. If it's a shitty patent – Everyone knows that, and they're going to only get like a nuisance fee to go away. So it's not a big – it's a little tax. It's a little drag on innovation and capitalism. It's a little bit of redistribution of wealth, but it's not the main problem. The big problem is good patents. <laughs> like, so everyone says, oh, the patent office is incompetent, and they grant patents that shouldn't be granted. But the whole premise of that line of argument is that there are patents that should be granted. It's like, okay, so – in other words, if you have a really significant idea and uh-huh. you practice it and you sell it and you have competitors, that's what the patent system is really for. Okay, fine. Let's say we revise the whole patent system and we only have 2% of the patents issue that we have now. That 2% of patents would be the main problem because that's the ones that people use to stop competitors. In other words, it's anti-competitive. Is it illegal? I mean, we have the government. Go ahead. Go ahead. I I was going to say, is it illegal in our current system right now to say like, uh, I'm going to produce something that is patented, uh, and but I'm not going to sell. I'm just going to use it for myself. Is that protected under patent law currently? Um, Like with 3D printers and everything, like people are very DIY. They're making all kinds of shit for themselves, you know. Well, so. It's not illegal, but what happens is – so the government the government grants these monopoly privileges, and they condition them. Like they're not absolute. First of all, they only last about 17 years, so they're not absolute. And the government maintains the right to, number one, to seize it for themselves for military or whatever uses. So for example, when you, when you have an American inventor comes up with an idea… When you submit the patent application to the patent office, uh, it's not going to be published for 18 months, and until then, it's supposed to be secret, and you can't even file it in other countries until you get what's called a foreign filing license back from the patent office. So it goes through this kind of a um, road procedure where there's a, a group of bureaucrats that examine all these new patent applications and… Now, I've never had one denied in all my years, but I know that it happens on occasion. But basically, you file a patent about three, four months in, you get a piece of paper saying you have a foreign filing license, which means you're permitted to file it in China and other countries. But they reserve the right to say, we've determined that the technology you have described here is a national security interest thing. It's nuclear, it's military, it's encryption <laughs> or whatever. Up. Encryption, that's a new big one. Everyone just makes shit up. Well, and so the I, government will tell you we're basically taking – now, they call this a taking of your – it was never a right in the first place, but the government saying uh-huh. we're not going to issue you a patent. And in fact, we're going to give you an order that you and your attorneys are now hereby forbidden from discussing this with anyone in the world – and the government is going to take it over, and they might pay you a little, a little 
compensation fee, like for your trouble. But there's always that risk, right? Um, and, and the other thing is um, the government can issue a compulsory license, which means that let, let's suppose someone had a patent on um, uh, on 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 the cure for uh, on a vaccine for for COVID. And if they didn't freely license that to everyone, I guarantee the government would do what's called a uh, uh, a compulsory license. So the government, because they grant this 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 privilege, the government maintains the right to basically take it back and say, "We're going to let anyone do this, and they'll have to pay you a royalty. We're gonna we're gonna control that." So there's always an implicit threat, and the fact they did this in the anthrax thing about 15, 17 years ago, and there's a, the anthrax scare when people were sending. Uh, yeah. Uh, envelopes full of anthrax yeah and there was or only flour. so much cipro being made because because only one company had a monopoly because of the combination of the like fda system and the patent system oh, so there's I always an implicit cocaine. threat that the government will take your patent back or choke it back and in fact i don't think in today's climate any one company in the world could get away with with getting an exclusive right to like the one covid vaccine if they ever came up with it we all know what would happen they would they would be forced by some kind of government or public pressure to oh, like, just release it. it to everyone they're making it right now yeah but the military is all gonna it. have bill it gates by 2021 gonna, bill gates is gonna save january 2021 the entire military is gonna be vaccinated <laughs> by vo- by force guaranteed right mailbag time all right we have to move on to mailbag we have limited time with Stefan here <laughs> uh we fucked around too much in the beginning i think yeah uh, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, that's what happened. Um, so uh, the first question is, uh, you're going to love this one, I think. Um, uh, where Am I says, what the fuck is Hoppianism exactly, and what makes it different from racist ANCAPism? <laughs> I'm going to let you handle that one. Um, uh, what, the, the name is different, number one. <laughs> Well, I mean, oh yeah, Hoppians yeah. don't Hoppians don't call themselves racist and caps. Um. <laughs> Have you seen this phenomenon <laughs> on the internet though? Of of uh, I don't know if it's like fifteen year olds who like I don't know, kind of like read and misinterpret <laughs> Hoppa. They don't. No, I take I take it back. They don't read. read. <laughs> they just miss. They just misinterpret they the, the fuck out of everything. They watch a video on Hoppa <laughs> yeah. and don't know anything. They about think Hoppa. that oh. physical removal means throwing people out of helicopters. Those kind of people. Well, until this year, you know, I would see Hoppe every year, um, and hopefully I'll wow. see him next year. But he gets he gets a kick out of this because he he giggles about it, but he doesn't really participate. But he sees the Pepe memes and on the helicopter yeah. memes, and uh, uh, and the funny thing is, you know, because I'm actually younger and active on social media, and, and I answer questions. I get I, I like I become his spokesman, his amanuensis, or whatever you want to call it. Um, um, but of course, his he's different than me, and we have different views. But um, Hoppianism, I guess, is um, in the good sense, or in the sense that I uh, would adhere to, is um, espousing like I think a kind of a pure radical form of libertarian theory 
uh, that Hoppe has sort of crystallized, which is infused with Austrian economics and Mises and Rothbardian insights, radical libertarianism, but also some degree of cultural conservative uh, analysis. Like about dropping commies out of helicopters. Very conservative. <laughs> well, and I don't think he ever even said that. I think someone came up with that meme. But um, uh, but of course, because some of us conservatives – I'm not even conservative, but some of us people have a sense of humor. You know, like whatever. Uh-huh. It's, it's kind of funny. not have a um, sense of humor, dude. It's just because of, of, of his covenant community idea. Is that really the only reason why – they think that he's. I, I think. I think that's. I think. Well, I think it's a couple of things. Number one, um, Hoppe is from Germany, and he was a lefty, and he's not a native English speaker. So some of his early writing, he would write it, and it was. I mean, it wasn't perfect, and it would get polished by his wife or whatever, but. You know, every now you got to give someone a break if they have a paragraph where it's a little bit ambiguous, something like that. Um, I bet that's not all his wife was polishing. <laughs> okay, that's it. That's it. I got to get out of here. That's, no. that's, that's beyond the pale. Oh, Do not. That was too bad. Hoppa. Too bad of a joke. It ran him off. Uh. Now, and the other thing I think is a lot of people have become familiar with Hans um, from his later writings and after he got a little bit more popular. But, of course, I, I became a fan of Hans because of his earlier, more philosophical and Austrian economic uh, writings, like his, 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 his argumentation ethics and a theory of socialism and capitalism. So what he's mostly known for now among Before the wider – Before he knew about Austrian economics. Isn't that true? I believe I've – heard that before that he didn't even he wasn't even familiar with Mises or Rothbard and then he kind of like had the same Austrian sort of ideas in uh, theory of socialism and capital capitalism is that really true he just kind of came well to the same ideas so what I what I think happened was so he was like a young brilliant sort of um, uh, PhD kind of guy or whatever in say the 70s in Germany and he was initially attracted by leftism and you know Jurgen Habermas his teacher and and he he started seeing it's all it's all bullshit and he started coming up with like his own version of what what we would call praxeology or Mises stuff but he did it on his own mm-hmm. so i think he was like halfway through that and he he then came across Rothbard and american libertarians and austrians Blew and then Mises and he, he said, oh, shit, this guy Mises <laughs> already figured out everything I'm like inching towards. So he, he became a Misesian. Um, I, I sort of have wondered what might have happened if he had never done that and ha- had continued on and developed it on his own. It, it, it might have been you know even better in some ways because Mises – was great, but Mises had his blind spots, and his his, his he's not complete. And um, but yeah, so that's what happened. So no, but but by the time he but, wrote the theory of socialism, capitalism, he had already absorbed Rothbard, and Mises, and the great Austrian. Yeah, but thinkers. to answer the to answer this guy's question, he thinks that racist uh, that uh, Hoppianism is racist. You wouldn't say so, right? Hoppe is not a racist. Well. 
No, I don't. I don't think he's put it this way. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I, you know, I, I'm not really sure what racism is, to be honest. Um, yeah. It's not. Um, it's not. Uh, it has nothing to do with libertarianism. Oh come on, man! Can you be racist and libertarian? Well, well I, I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't think I am, and I don't like what I know about it and what I see of it. Um, but the problem is, th- the term has been so diluted and so. Um, it's like date rape, you know. It's like the it's been stretched so far that it's like. <laughs> if you accuse you someone of it. being a racist, yeah, I got well, drunk I'm and, just fucked saying, a, a, and fucked a fat woman on accident. Yeah, well, that was, I was raped. raped. That was I mean, you've, liter- you've literally had cases where, like, a guy and a girl are both drunk at a frat party, and they have sex, and they 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 both raped each other apparently because nope 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 only the woman was one. raped. The male cannot be. The woman's raped. always the one. Men yeah. can't be raped. <sighs> So I, I, I guess my enemy. simplistic answer is no. So my answer is no. I've never heard. Uh, no, he's he's uh, he's just a a Western individualist guy. But that's going to mean you're racist in he's some people's racist, eyes he's nowadays. Just kooky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I really, I mean, I maybe it's just right. me. Maybe I'm too. I've never heard anything kooky uh, from him. He's not a conspiracy yeah, nut. I, I, yeah, uh, I bet. He's, he's a fucking dumb wait, guy. So he's married, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait you're on. saying he believes 9-11 happened because he's of planes and Arabs? He's married to a Turkish Arabs? Muslim woman. What's wait, that? what did you say? He's married to a Muslim woman? He's, weird, he's married to a Turkish Muslim woman. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, man, there you go. He absolutely is he, can't wait, 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 be racist. Is, is he government married? That's like got to be the best thing. Fuck the Turks. And are you government married? Come on, Davey. Oh, my God, Most Davey. people who are married are government married. If they say married, they're probably government married. Okay. Next question. All right, yeah, we got to move on. I want to ask this question from uh, David Hoffa. Uh, first of all, I have, he asked me to mention, and I agreed I would do this. Uh, he has a podcast called Law of Liberty. It's new. They only have like four episodes, I want to say. They're big fans of yours. Um, but... Uh, uh, on their episode three, they they talked about they talked about argumentation ethics. What do you mean? It's a great <laughs> podcast. It's a great was, new, a great big brain that no one's podcast. Li- oh, never mind. Anyways, that the, Derek listened. Uh, he he asks. He wants to ask you why is argumentation ethics not a theory for natural rights? What? Um, well, um, um, Hoppe actually says explicitly in one of his responses. I think it's in. I think it's in – I actually think it's in a footnote in uh, a Theory of Socialism Capitalism. He says – so he criticizes natural rights theory primarily on two grounds. Number one, um, the the is-ought problem like yeah. with David Hume, but out, doesn't he, which doesn't, I agree with him. Doesn't on. that just solve – because I always saw argumentation ethics as just a replacement for uh, natural rights theory. Like isn't that right, the starting right. point? Well, so so um, and that's what Rothbard saw too, by the way. So so Hoppe basically criticizes standard natural law thinking, but he admits that his argumentation ethics um, could be seen as a 
uh, a version of natural rights thinking. I think he calls it rightly conceived in quotes, <laughs> rightly conceived. In other words, if you understand that the basis of rights uh, is based upon our nature as arguers, not actors. So it's based upon our one narrow aspect of our nature, which is that we engage in argumentation or discourse oh, so that's with other the, humans. That's where it combines in the Venn diagram, do you think? So it's like a – I think he would say it's it's a type of natural rights um, or natural law thinking, but it's focused on our nature as uh, rational beings that try to justify propositions by discursive argument with each other. Um, so it's not based upon our nature in general as actors, but it's based upon our nature as arguers. So – uh, he would probably say it's a it's a it's a it's a special type of natural rights thinking, but he doesn't want to call it that because that has a lot of baggage with it. Like, you know, the Catholic thinking, okay. the God and nature and Aristotle and all that stuff. Okay. So, sorry. And, right. and and I've got stuff on this, and and I've got he's got stuff in print on this. Uh, if you're curious. Okay. If you send me anything later, I'm. I'm it, yeah. It'll get added to the show notes. Definitely, definitely, but. All right. All right, I'm going to move on. And we got we got a few. We're going to try and blow through some of these. I want to try and be fair to go people ahead. Here. So go ahead. So, I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Speed round. Yeah, maybe maybe we might need to do yeah, one. You we only like have like thirty 12. seconds. You I have like, them organized. You got like so thirty let, seconds to answer each one of these. <laughs> I wish we could do this. Okay. For apparently, like, I'm, apparently that's not my that's not my my strength. Is <laughs> <laughs> it's not. I'm Brevity really trying not. hard not to interrupt you because I want you to finish. Because I mean, it's interesting. I look up the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For someone who is who is always. Into brevity, it's, it's so. It's definitely uh, yeah, yeah. Anyways, all right, let's hit it. So, next question by Rooster. Uh, he asks, "Is selling children okay? Yes or no? Selling your own children? <laughs> what if you um, bought them to resell? He wants to know. <laughs> Quick, make a profit." I guess the question is, are they asking what I think Hoppe thinks or what I nope. think? Yeah, Someone what you want think, my what opinion for once. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm joking. I'm joking, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude, damn it. He, he got me. If you um, get Hoppe on here, we'll uh, ask him. Yeah. He won't come on any of I, I think the answer, is, the answer is 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 no, but – and that's because parents never own their children. They're only the caretakers. Right. However, however, you could do something that's effectively similar – like that's what adoption is in a way, right? By selling your parental um, rights. Well, I don't know if you're selling your rights, but it's a way of describing legally the transaction. And the the question is, should the question is should the transaction have legal effect? And the transaction, so the transaction has two parts: a payment of money and a recognition of who is the new caretaker of the child. Right. So to me, there's a, those are independent questions. And I, I do think that as a especially as a practical matter, in the end, if you're the kind of person who would want to sell their child, the child is probably better off without you being their parent anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, go, go ahead and let it go ahead and let it go forward. And but if you're willing but to spend you want to make money kind of kid, where I stand on a little bit, you're too. probably going to be an all right parent. It makes the most sense. Or you're planning to rape them. Jesus. Yeah, but of Whoa, course, what? in a free world, you wouldn't. 
Well, in a free world, you wouldn't have a shortage of babies anyway, so adoption wouldn't be such a – I mean adoption has been uh, – it's changed into a thing where you have to go through hoops to get a baby. Right. Um, I think it should be and then like you have locally to, community like driven. Yeah. Well, ultimately, I kind of agree ultimately with Rothbard and with Hoppe on the on, on this idea that – Sell the fucking like, kids, right? Well, children have children have rights to their own selves, and when they express it in a certain way, they have more or less emancipated themselves. Right. Um, now, a two-year-old, a one-year-old, three-year-old, you know, it's it's hard to say that, but that's what that's when the family and the community comes in. And everyone's like, "Listen, if you're abusing this child, if it gets to a certain point, we're going to assume that You've this kid a- doesn't." You've written a paper on this, I think, right? How we come to own ourselves? Uh, a little bit, yeah, on the stuff of how you come to own yourself. Like, how do we come to oh, own our God. bodies? And I, yeah, I don't think it's because we homestead our bodies. I think it's because we, we basically wake up. Yeah, you wake yeah. up and you become you become the controller you step out of, the of your body. Just like the Christians would say, you reach the age of accountability. Because they believe that if well, you die get, under I, a certain I don't, age, I don't, I don't really is want that to what get, Christians say? I don't want to yeah, give if you die under a certain age, you go anything, to heaven no okay. matter what. You don't give Christians credit. <laughs> I don't give Christians credit for anything, tarnished. but okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, yeah, yeah, basically the same idea, yeah. Okay, I'm going to move on. So next question uh, by Not a Spook says, in your opinion, what is the first or most important step to dismantle the state? Fucking Sterners. Sterner writes. Well, I, I I think I've changed my views on this over the years because I used to be more of a libertarian activist type uh, who thought I, – I used to think that the main problem was that not enough people understand <laughs> understand basic economics and, and, and liberalism right, or libertarianism, um, and that if enough people understood it, then we wouldn't – the state couldn't survive because it needs popular support and blah, blah, blah. So therefore, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) But this is the whole. But this is why libertarians run around passing out Ron Paul pamphlets to people, and you know whatever. Yes, they think they can educate their uncles and their cousins, and you know, and people at cocktail parties, and they Uh think that that will finally achieve. And I, I kind of don't. I'm not sure I believe that anymore. I so I, I think the, I think. What will achieve liberty is simply economic wealth and technological prosperity and the evolution of the human race. Wouldn't like, that be the become, uh, uh, result of uh, liberty, not the uh, cause yes, to get the liberty? Yes. Well, we have a certain degree of liberty now, which is why we're richer now than we were 30 and 50 and 200 and 500 years ago. So, liberty, we have a certain degree of liberty, and it has led to increasing prosperity and technological success and then and an increasing degree of international trade and a certain degree of cosmopolitanism and human tolerance for other types. So and, you think we should just have uh, like reduction. have an agorist community that we all uh, kind of prove that the system works? Is is that what you're getting at or am I am I off? No, I, what I'm saying is there's nothing we can do, but that what will cause it is the natural evolution of things. And okay. I think that will come about when when we reach a certain tipping point in society when the state 
I mean, it's almost a Marxian idea. When the state, the when, state, when the only way to really prove to people that there's a good alternative to the state is to show them, and you have to build something as an alternative to the state in order to show people, hey, there is a better the way. The state will Let's never let that. you do that. That's the thing. That that's the big kicker right there. And we're getting to the point where we we need to start fucking making something that is an alternative to the state. But then when the state tries to shut you down, you fucking shoot them in the face. You shoot well, them. I think of like Uber, I think Uber is a good example. Like so Uber didn't ask permission. They just they just came about. Uh-huh. They they worked their way through the interstices and they 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 totally upended the taxi cab monopolies and all this kind of thing. Right. Yeah, that was the they one did thing it that permission. I really agreed with uh, Gary Johnson on. The one thing. <laughs> <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> speaking of, speaking of that, are you are you guys? Uh, pro, who's who's better, Joe Jorgensen or Gary Johnson? Oh, Joe, Joe Spike Jorgensen. Cohen. Spike. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. I think Joe's better for sure. Spike Cohen is one of the oh, boys. God, God, damn why rules? He should be top of the ticket. Fuck. What's your opinion on politicians, by the way? Probably the same as yours. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you think so? Are you sure? I am a politician. Are there any good politicians? Yeah, uh, I'm running. I'm a good politician. Are, Fuck y'all. But are you good? I don't uh, know. You're kind of he's evil. He's the greatest. He kind of promises best. not Fuck to do his fucking job. <laughs> yeah. I stand, Davy. Davy's running for tax collector for our county. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I pretty much detest all politicians, and I mean all, except for the very few Thanks, bud. who say that as soon as I get elected, I'm going to disband my office, like like Adam Kokesh or uh, some. Dude, disbanding your yeah. office is really dumb because then the state can just uh, appoint someone new to the position. Yeah. So don't yeah. disband your office. I make know. it ineffective. Yeah, just do a that's, fucking that's, shitty job. That's the job you do. <laughs> you make the job ineffective. Yeah, something like that. Don't disband it because but, if you disband, they'll just, but no one they'll like just that appoint will, someone new. But no one like that will ever get elected. Like so season I'm one not trying to get elected. Ron my, Swanson. My signs say taxation is theft and we are not government property. I'm not trying that, to get elected. Isn't that, a, that is the coolest part of, the, of your whole campaign to me is that the sign said it's like right next to his incumbent yeah. or whatever yeah. the other guy is running. Kyle it, Keene for tax collector. And then, and then Davey Perry. Taxation is theft. <laughs> with his Libertarian big, with well, tax collector. face is so awesome. I, I guess that's the difference between being a politician and a candidate. And I mean, I'm troll. not against candidates, but politicians, right? There you go. Actually, yeah. maybe that's true. He's a candidate. That, that's true. <laughs> I mean, even even Ron Paul. I mean, uh huh. Even Ron Paul, like you know, voted for things that were uh, unlibertarian or unconstitutional. Um, right. So. You know, like this gun rights thing, like uh, forcing every state to recognize other states' gun gun rights, which substantively okay. But if you believe in federalism and the Constitution, like you know, and also he voted for the Af- Afghan invasion too, right? Right. That's and right. even Rand Paul's voting. Everyone even did, Rand though. Paul's voting. Okay. Yeah, Rand, Rand Paul, very powerful you're right. Tool. I mean, Rand I know, Paul kind of blows though. Oh, Jesus Christ, he's not. I mean, Rand guy. Paul endorsed Trump the other night, right? And Rand Paul is. <laughs> Wait, uh, what the fuck is that true? I didn't hear that. Rand Paul's he's, a status a, fuck. 
Fuck Rambo. You're fucking he kidding spoke, me. He spoke, at the, he spoke at the Republican convention like he last, spoke last night, night or something. And I really hope at Thanksgiving, Are you fucking Ron serious? tells Rand that, yeah. that he is disappointed in how, him. How, how, oh, how rad oh, would it be if Ron's I'm like, so triggered right Rand, now. you're kind of a cuck. Uh, <laughs> I kind of liked Rand. I, I I, he's done some things that I'm like, not bad. Like I, that guy's trying to veto some shit. You know, he's and who's to... who's the curly haired guy? This uh, this yeah. just this uh, Massey guy. Massey, yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. What was I it mean, he did today? I saw ba- an article about him today about him exposing some shit. <laughs> he's pretty good on some things, but he's like he's 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 spouting this shit about how China's stealing our intellectual property. I'm like, oh my god, nice. <laughs> he's sagging it up. So it's like, yeah, it's like I like cheap technology. Can though. you? Can you think? Can you think for yourself for a fucking minute? You know, <laughs> no, they can't, dude. No, they are so ingrained in the goddamn uh, duopoly that it just too retarded. There's just no other word for it. But They're I think retarded. that's what politicians have to do. I mean, to to be a successful one to win, you have to basically uh-huh. compromise principles. Either be a, a mental retard or sell out or something. You know, you you just can't. And I don't blame them. This is the nature of the system. It's, it's like blaming welfare recipients for yeah. taking welfare payments. It's like, well, if you put a trough out, the pigs are going to come eat. You know. <laughs> All right. You don't blame go- the pigs. <laughs> go ahead. All right. That's good, though. All right. Next one is from Sasquatch. Uh, he says, uh, so being that you're a patent attorney, how, how do you deal with your inner conflict of belief versus work? Wait. Is, is that not going against your principles? You're a patent attorney? And you yeah. don't believe in IP. <laughs> you didn't know that? Well, what the I believe, goddamn I believe fuck? It, I believe it exists. Like a, like yeah, a I tax believe it exists too. that doesn't believe in taxes. Aggression exists. Yeah, but... Um, yeah, well, the question presupposes that there's an inner conflict, uh, which uh-huh. he's actually kind of right about, but it didn't need to be right. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I've increasingly detested my profession over the years, but... Hey, if you're good at something and you and you're helping people, helping them in a contingent sense, right? And the in the sense of like like it's like the drug. It's like if there was no drug war, if I was a defense attorney helping uh-huh. people uh, fight the state when they want to put them in a cage for selling marijuana or whatever. So is that most so, of what you do is defense um, work for? So you don't uh, go on the offense about hey man, you this is their patent. You're you don't own this. Well, fuck you. I've tried not to, and I've I've managed to avoid that. So have you done but it? But it's more like Ooh. no. I actually never have. I've never been an offense, but it's it's more like if you if you manufacture bullets, okay, and you sell bullets to people, okay, so you have lots of people buying your bullets, and some yeah. of the customers might be cops, some might be good guys. Some might be bad guys, whatever. And, you know, you can use a bullet for good or for evil. You can use a, a knife for good or for evil. Right. right? You're just um, selling a product. So you're not selling. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't care who buys my product. I just want the shit to sell. Well, you know, at a certain point, there could be a line, but uh, I help people get patents and they can use them defensively, which I think is a legitimate use. I think it's an un- unfortunate waste of money and a use that shouldn't have to exist. Just like I, I don't think that drug drug tax attorneys and drug attorneys should have to exist because there shouldn't be 
tax and drug laws. But right. given that those laws exist, you need someone who can help people um, navigate, navigate that world. The, the consequences. So that's how I view my job. Um, You're anyway, a I'm mostly retired anyway. No, dude, that fucking rules. Yeah, I'm into guide. it. I'm into it. Yeah, that makes a lot of and sense. Plus, plus I've been, I've been, ever since I got my patent bar license in 1994, roughly around the same time I started publishing why we should abolish the patent system, I figure I've done everything I can do to do my penance. Like I want to abolish it. And everyone says, well, if you abolish it, wouldn't you be out of a job? I'm like, uh-huh. well, not really because these things take about 20 years to unwind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Like that was another question. That's actually exactly, I'm going to just go ahead and read it. I want to see your thoughts on this. Uh, so nubs asks, give a basic rundown on what would happen if the market to the market, if we got rid of patents, well, I mean, we're going to have to figure out a bunch I, of shit, right? I, I, I think – so like for example, if you said what would happen if we got rid of public schools? Like I'm against public schools like I assume all sure. you guys are, um, government schools, uh, state schools. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean that educating children is a bad thing per se. Mm-hmm. Like I think Rothbard made this distinction. Like he he pointed out that – some things the government does shouldn't be done at all, and some things they do should just be done privately. Like So education and roads are not bad things inherently. They just shouldn't be done by the government. Okay, right. So the government, when they do it, they distort it, and they make it more inefficient and, and more costly. And they do it – they pay for it with the threat of violence. Sure, sure. But putting people in prison for selling cocaine it's not even a private thing like that's just totally evil or drafting people for war something like that i'm um, for legalized so, cocaine by the way <laughs> hell yeah me too dude yeah fucking I, rocks who the fuck isn't <laughs> like literally ask anyone <laughs> <laughs> do you want to legalize coke fuck yeah dude fuck yeah i've never heard anybody say no <laughs> my grandma will say no well i won't even really? do i won't even do pot so of course i'm not going to be cool with that i mean no, but are you cool to legalize <laughs> it <laughs> yeah yeah, no, of course, I'm joking. All right, cool. It should all be legalized. Yeah, Davey, you fucking autist. <laughs> yeah, I'm the fucking autist on <laughs> yeah, this Yeah, pay, pay attention. Pay attention. Fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> Davey's been falling asleep Bro, this whole fucking hard. time. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I know. Davey is small oh, brain. Oh, it's been good. I've been loving it. I, I tried not to use three-syllable words. <laughs> well, you Thank you. Failed. Dude, thank you. Our show is so much I more tried. bullshit. I tried. I did my best. Days. I did my best. <laughs> I'm from Louisiana, so that helped. That actually helps. <laughs> hey, man, so uh, I, I got a question we for you. Uh, do you think... Uh, right. How the fuck was that worded? <laughs> but I have a Great question for job. you. I mean, I don't actually have the question. I didn't write the question, but it's fine. Go for um, it. I gotta find I'll it. I'll cut it to make you sound really smart, I promise. I appreciate no it. No one will ever hear this. <laughs> hear you fumbling around for your fucking words here. It'll actually... be all good. Don't worry. Oh, hey. Can, uh, <laughs> can, proper, can property be implicitly abandoned? Um, I wouldn't word it that way, but I think the answer is yes, of course. Um, yes. Wow, I actually did not uh, fucking expect that from you. So can you? All right, we need to elaborate well, on that one. Do you mind? Well, let's get big brain on this one. Well, yeah. So there's a difference between tacit and implicit. Okay. The and what was, well, hold on. if what you was understand, the first word tacit, 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 
and, and, and implicit. So, okay. um, so the question is, can you have implied contracts? Basically, that's the question. Um, or implicit implied contracts. Um, uh, and is that I think if you, I don't think that's the question. Well, it is. Let, let me explain why real quick. Oh, real quick. You're so wrong. If you look at the, here's why. <laughs> Good point. You I'd, got me there. That's going to be a meme in the Discord for sure. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Go ahead. I I almost always know where these questions are going because I, I I I'm I, I'm, wa- I'm just waiting to hear a new uh, something new I haven't heard yet. Oh shit! Uh, no, I'm, I'm, We're boring. No, I, I mean, I, no, you're not. It's not. Are it's, traps it's gay? Like, Answer the question. <laughs> what? Wait, what was that? I said, are traps gay? Traps? Yeah. <laughs> okay, never mind. We can move on. We don't need traps. to. We don't need to corrupt him. Traps this is, are men what's that, a, what's that a trap? pretend to be women, like transsexuals ever, pre-op. Like but, they, oh, they dress trans, up as girls. Trans? They've done the. They've they, no, no. They've it's done, not trans. It's not exactly trans. I think, I think they look like little girls, don't they? Or no, 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 no. no, 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 no. No. They just dr- they just is? dress and look like women, and you think it's a woman till you get home, and then bam, dick. Oh, but they're pre-op. Yeah, they and still have bing, a pain. There's a trap there. Yeah, are are traps gay? Uh, is I it? guess that's kind of gay. Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. Thank you. All right. Well. Thank you. Oh my god. All I'm saying is it's not you inherently gay. <laughs> all right. Guys, all right. That's all I have to. Say. That's all I think. It's not inherently gay. So, anyways, back to the brick big brain shit. All right. Where, where were we? Um, implicit abandonment. Yeah, this is a big. Okay, this is an important so, topic for libertarians or anarchists. So you know, I think the the contract the the concept of contract is not what is commonly thought of, which is basically a binding promise. I make a promise to you, and the law should enforce it or not, something like that. Um, and that has consequences for transfer of title to property. I think we should cut to the chase and just think of property of, of sorry contract as Rothbard did, as basically contract is simply the transfer of title to an owned resource uh, by the owner. Yes, I agree. Okay, and so that requires some kind of manifestation of consent, some kind of communication. Now, communication can be doesn't have to be written and it doesn't have to be even verbal which means with words or mm-hmm. oral it can be done by behavior uh, nods and, towards one another and, in a tribe well for for example if if a guy and a girl are on a date and the guy leans over and kisses the girl after getting certain certain signals that's rape there is never <laughs> there doesn't need to be a word spoken uh-huh. and so it's less hot if you speak too like may it's... i fuck you that's <laughs> It's not as good. There needs to be some nonverbal stuff. It, all, it yeah. actually does. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't know what the modern trends are. I mean, may, may, maybe that's hotter now. I don't know. Yeah, it depends on what eyes, you still a thing. I, don't know. I think it's. I think it's coming back around. And some of us still miss those eyes. Okay, but the point is, <laughs> the point is, when the guy kisses the girl, either that's an act of assault and battery, mm-hmm. because he's using her property without her permission, or he had her permission, her consent. Okay. So the question is, did she grant her consent or, or, or vice versa? Implied. I, I get consent? it. Yeah. And so the consent can be granted by communication, has to be granted by communication. And the communication is always informed 
by the norm, the norms of communication and language, uh-huh. which which can be always more than default. just language yeah. itself, or it can like be more than language. speech. Yeah, yeah. Language can be a lot of things, but it doesn't have yeah, to be. It's just, body it's, language. It's, is it's a communication. Thing. It's my, mm-hmm. exactly. So I'm saying it has to be basically some kind of communication, some kind of understanding between the parties, and that can be communicated without words, and it can also uh, take into account. Uh, the default rules, the ba- what we call in the law, suppletive or background rules. Um, uh, so, so as an example, if if I walk up to your door, you're my neighbor in a neighborhood, and I knock on your door to ask for a cup of sugar. I mean, I'm literally using your property to do that. I'm walking on your sidewalk. Uh-huh. I'm knocking on your door. Can I now, give you a, you uh, because a scenario? Because it's like an implied because con- hold on, because it's, because it's like an implied consent that it's socially acceptable to walk up <clears> on <throat> someone's property and knock on their door. <clears throat> yes, but and it's implied because you have to interpret the meaning of the actions, and the meaning is infused with the default rules of communication in the community because is that's it implied, how language though, works. Only because we've been propagandized to believe that because of like media and whatnot. I th- I think sometimes yes, but still the question is: Was there consent or not? That's the question. Right, and yeah. so, for example, if you don't like the rule that people can walk up to your door and knock on your door for sugar, uh-huh. uh, you can. Okay, it, that put may be the wrong default property. rule, but you can put a sign up saying no, no. Don't ask for know, sugar, no, fucker. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can you can do something to change the default rule, but if you don't do that, then uh-huh. the presumption of everyone else is that you know, yeah, you know, it's like can you put landmines on your front lawn if little kids might run across to get an errant frisbee or tennis ball or whatever, and they get blown up, and then it, the question would be, okay, well they were trespassing on my property, so fuck them. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, the question did did you by participating in a certain community with certain norms and understandings, did you implicitly consent to a certain set of default rules? So it's more it's not to say you can't opt out. Wise. I want to get, I want to give you a specific uh, idea and see what you think about this. So say right. I leave my bicycle in an alley for five years. Derek comes along and he takes this bicycle. It's all rusted to shit. And he, decides, you know what, I'm going to put fucking rocket boosters and shit on this. Yeah. I come back, and uh-huh. I'm like, yo, Derek, that's my fucking bike. What the fuck? You, I left it there because I wanted to use it in five years. Yeah, Why did owed, you take it? You're owed your bike, but not my right. rocket boosters is what I would say. And that gets back, that, well, okay, well, first of all. so Now, did I abandon that bike? Question. Well, um, I would say yes. Um, and but, but, but second of all, you just said an alley, and so you didn't specify whether it's public property or I don't believe in public property. Okay. This is in a a Kapistan. There's no such thing as public property. Okay. So you left it in someone's alley. So I would think that number one, let's call this. What are the rules? Alley. This alley is on my property, but it's Uh, all, it butts up to the, (laughs) to someone else's property. Why is it on your property? Well, if it's on your property, then okay. So what if what if I have five hundred acres of wooded area and I do absolutely nothing with it? How do you own land? Well, are you talking about the bicycle or the property now? I mean, so you got to specify. I don't. I don't. I don't see. I don't see a difference between a bicycle and dirt. Well, there is a difference in the law, but Uh, um, fuck the law. I'm talking about in like 
libertarian theory law. Yeah, not both in are. Well, I know, law. but your question was about the bicycle. So my, my point was the first question would be, what are the rules of the owner of the resource of the property where the bicycle is left? So. Uh, if you said it's your privately pro- owned property and someone else comes and takes the bike, they had to commit trespass to get the bike. So that's the main okay. offense right there. So, all right. So, so you, you, you found a little bit of a hole in what I'm trying to say. That's great. So, <laughs> in other words, he no, found but a I'm contradiction. Not, I'm not trying to find a hole. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. To, it's I'm fine. I didn't think of it that way. That's great. Uh, I'm, now, because I was just trying to, because I don't see a difference between land, like actual physical dirt property, and like uh, a fucking watch or a bicycle. So I was just trying to see how you uh, answered that, because I think you. It well, seems the bicycle like you, question. So, so the land is not. So the bicycle thing can be answered partly because. It has to be located on some other property, and then so then the question goes back to that. Okay. So if you want to ask a question about if you have 500 acres and if you let someone squat on one corner of it for 50 years and then you come back later and want to kick them out, I didn't you let do them. That? In other words, they just squatted because I wasn't there to. But stop you them. did let them. You did I, let them I because let them you could have used legal. Them. Well, you just didn't but see you them? didn't. You didn't take an action to monitor your property and to actively police it Let- and to take the advantage of the of the legal resources available to extra to, uh, okay. to we, gotta, we gotta get rid of the legal resource idea or legal idea. So this. the question though I know well, you're a lawyer, but you gotta get rid of the legal idea. No, we're no, not no, that's the whole law. point of libertarianism. We're not, we're not under U.S. law, so we don't have the same. No laws. legal. That's no, not no. The, I don't mean. I mean. I mean libertarian law. Let's just say. Yeah, the, under the, libertarian, libertarian prevailing legal system. How how things should be. So if I have 500 acres, in order for me to keep that 500 acres, you believe that I should in, <laughs> in, uh, I should employ Cal's uh, Boog Boy service. I'm sorry, CNN Boy service, so that they can make sure that no one gets on my property. Little uh, private defense. Bas- basically, yes, because o- over time, if you don't do that, so first of all, if you have a re- a big resource like that, resources need. M- they need resources to take care of, right? To to maintain them, et cetera. And if you don't, I mean, there's a concept in, in law. I know you don't like that word, but called desuetude, which means things lapse; they, they just fall apart. Sure. I, so, I mean, what is your like a tomato that, farm eventually becomes back to nature? It becomes it looks a like big a big ass fucking f- uh, tomato farm that's not untended. No, like, it looks like, like a, it looks like virgin land. Like what? <laughs> not what, a tomato well, farm. It'll what, always regrow. Well, let's, let's take right, let's take a case method? where. Well, so this is the thing. Libertarians sometimes become like status in that they want an answer. Like they want, give me the number. Like, so the only way to get a number is. Did is you just call to... me a fucking status? No, no, no. No, I'm saying that the, 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 this desire for an answer to questions that we come up with. Mm-hmm. Um, is what leads people to favor positive law because they say, oh, well, at least shit. the government can have – they can have a, 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 a – the legislature can come up with a statute of limitations that gives us an answer to this fucking question. Like what's the age of majority? When can a girl consent to sex? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you know, when, when can you get married? The hard questions. Uh, when, when can, can you, you buy a gun? Yeah. <laughs> you got the money, yeah. motherfucker. That's when. Yeah, you got the money. So, the, I think the the we have to recognize that. Hold on. Damn, that's a um, bop of music, bro. Yeah, who was that? 
That was my brother from California. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. <laughs> he has a great singing voice, by the way. <laughs> what song? Oh, that was Cher. That was Cher. He, Cher. My brother is uh, my my brother's of the other persuasion, so I have a Cher ringtone. Ring That's Did amazing. You That's excellent. In love. <laughs> Holy shit! You just made dude. a fucking night, dude. You fucking rock, dude. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh fuck yeah! I don't oh. think he knows shares his ringtone, but anyway. Um, well, if he ever listens to this show, he, he will. will love it. Oh, he never will. Listening to Burning Boots. <laughs> My brother doesn't know what a podcast is or what. Oh know. shit! Is he a boomer? Uh, no, he's like forty-eight. Yeah, he's fifty. He's like me. He's fifty something. What do you call it? Well, I guess that's boomers, right? What's what's the boomers and millennials? Fucking, I don't even know anymore. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's just, isn't that just a marketing thing? Like it doesn't fucking mean. Yeah, post millennials, boomers. There's uh, a post Gen X. Gen X still exists too. Yeah, sure. I, I think, do kind of like this, bo- this, this boomer con idea. X. Yeah, I boomers think so, are about bo- to die. But I've been hearing about this boomer con thing a lot. The ones post post World War Two. Um, we're all post World War Two, dude. No, what I mean is like the ones that are like pretty the generation right after World War Two, because of like be the a greatest big, generation. That's no, 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 the greatest generation oh, yeah, was right. the ones and that then fought the boomers in World War II. Are, Yeah, you're right. Um, the fucking baby boomers are the ones that came from the post war. They're about to die. Prosperity. Not in another like twenty to thirty years, probably though. Like, um, we got, we got, yeah, yeah. We got, I think I think you know, I, my grandpa's I'm, about I'm to fucking die. Yeah, but I think boomers, like, I think the boomer thing ended around 65, and I was born there, so I'm like a boomer and the next one, whatever that was, so I don't know, but... um, My grandpa was born in 43. Oh. Boomer. Oh, my God. Why are you making me fucking look this up? I thought boomers are people that, like, when people came home for the war, they started started having sex after the war. No, baby boomers. That's what I thought, too. Baby boomers were the ones that were conceived after the war. Yeah. 1946 is the start of baby boomers. So he's right before that. According to marketing. My grandpa is. Okay, so he's an old boomer. The oldest of boomers. The boomerest of boomers. The elder boom. I'm free enough. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he said to you, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, broke my heart. <sighs> anyway, and then we had what Gen X, Gen Y, all this stuff. Yeah, I know it's yeah, boring. Gen it's boring X, to the, it's boring to anyone with the boomers. Yeah, the Gen Z. <laughs> now we have the post millennials or whatever the I don't know what the kids now are called. I I seriously expected I Gen was going to have to debate you, Stefan, on implicit abandonment, but then you said, yeah, maybe it can be. And then I, I don't, don't think know property, what the fuck to do. No, fuck that. I don't think property can be av- abandoned. Well, really you think don't. you own it forever? I do. Um. I, I know I've heard Stefan say this. That's why I chose this. The state I, authorized. I thought you were going to say. Don't fuck about the state. I just think once, <laughs> I once, owned once it forever. Well, so I, I'm, you, I'm not about the fucking homesteads anything. I'm going to fucking be a goddamn capitalist. I'm like, hey, bud, let me buy that fucking piece of dirt from you, and I'm gonna buy it. You don't Dude, believe in homesteading? Fucking house on it is homesteading. <laughs> Davey doesn't yeah, believe gay. in homesteading. But no, because <laughs> he thinks it's gay. <laughs> but he's wrong. <laughs> 
Yes. It's a little bit gay. How about the, you the, think the that is, you could just buy yes, property com- from the state and then it's just yes. yours, even yes, though it's because stolen? That's exactly they what have I said. no. That's not what I said at all, Derek. Shut the fuck. That up, is exactly what you said. You we had a whole listening. debate about this I, before. You're not, that's not what I'm not saying. buying it from the state. I said, I'm said, hey bud, let me buy that fucking piece of dirt from you. Where do you, you just it? went? And you just went to the state. <laughs> I wasn't talking to the fucking state. I don't talk in, talk to the state. All right, all right. We're in. I was talking to a fucking Joe private fucking seller. You're right. I'm sorry. But wait, 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 but. Well, let me let me say something because this is it, what's interesting. I actually this is one of my research projects. I actually <laughs> hired a Louisiana law student, LSU law student, uh, to help me research this project because it's like one of these things. It's kind of a not really libertarian thing, but it's about this whole idea of abandoning property and homesteading property and the state's role. Because I was a I was an oil and gas lawyer before I was a patent lawyer, and I did mm-hmm. what's called title opinions. Right? Is and it only gas. Yeah, the only- oil and gas. Oil and gas. Oily gas. I have that. Oil and gas. Day. Yeah, my, my Louisiana <laughs> accent comes out sometimes. But uh, the point is, I think that this would all be solved by insurance, title insurance. But to get insurance, you're going to have to have an opinion to the title to the insurance company, showing them what a lawyer thinks who's the likely owner. But that means you have to have some principles to trace it back to to something, some principle, right? Uh-huh. And Unless you're a statist and believe the state is going to be the the ultimate sovereign, like in in Texas or Louisiana or some state like that, right, right, right. If two people have a dispute who owns it, if we have to go back far enough, we can trace it back to when Texas and Louisiana became states. Yeah, haha, <laughs> the state okay. owns it, fucker. But that's the point. That's the point is that like unless you are a statist. You have to have another principle, which is the homestead principle or something like that. So to have that work, you have to also have something about abandonment. Now, let's say you own a piece of land and you die and you disappear and you don't have any heirs. After a certain amount of time, you have this empty field. Someone is going to start using it, and they're going to want to feel comfortable that they have good title to it. Mm-hmm. After a century or two, someone's going to own it, whether the state's involved or not. So you can't say there's no such thing as abandonment because there has to be abandonment to allow people to reuse things that are basically now unowned. You have to have some one, principle one thing that, you that al- says when it's unowned. One thing that you always bring up that I think is a great way of framing things uh, in terms of property rights is who has the better claim to property. Um, yeah. that, that, that's really stuck with me. And I really like the way you, that that's worded. So I try to apply that to abandonment. So like if two, yep. if, if, if in two generations, uh, my potato farm or whatever, um, uh, it, it's in, it's in disarray. It just looks like a bunch of crap. You know, and and, and and no one no one knows where the guy went. They don't know where he did. He right. didn't leave a uh, he, he didn't leave a notice at the local post office. Like, uh, if you want to get permission to use my abandoned field, here's where you can contact me. No one knows. So you're not really a mutualist necessarily. I know you've critiqued mutualism before. Oh no no no. But so so I was about oh, to mention. No, no, yeah. No. Right right right. No, but I was I was about to mention. So. Uh, my theory allows implicit abandonment, just like it allows implicit uh, cons- consent uh-huh. for any title transfer or permission to use resources. But any, in- any uh, I've disagreed with say, say again. I'm sorry, any, <coughs> I'm, I'm being nitpicky, but you said any implicit consent, and that sounds spooky to me. 
No, I, I didn't mean to say any. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> um, I forget. He forgives you. <laughs> it's true, though. I do. Uh, I, I'm simply saying that um, I, I've disagreed with, like, say, Kevin Carson and the Mutualists because yeah. they're basically Marxians and they're commies, and they <laughs> they basically believe that there's something inherently wrong with the idea of abs- what they call absentee ownership. Mm-hmm. Okay, now there's two there's two cases here which are worth thinking about. One is I own a resource like a, a factory or a farm or an apartment complex and I I set it up and I I rent it out to either my employees to to use it to make automobiles or uh people to live in my 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 apartment complex and I just I run it from afar using employees and other agents. Um, so that's one case, and they call that absentee ownership. And and these guys think that if you're not there personally, you've effectively yeah. implicitly abandoned it. You can't have a, you can't have employees. You have to you have to be there personally. That's what's well, crazy this is to me. this is Mark, this is Marxism, right? It's like employ, employment is exploitation of their labor anyway. So of course the whole thing is so. So basically, to be a mutualist in that sense, you have to uh, you have to think the concept of contract is invalid. Like you can't own something you can't and have an labor. arrangement with someone. Yeah, can't even do that, right? So like the whole thing falls apart. Um, and then the other one would be if it's if it's an unused. Like if I have a forest or a, an area, I don't want to develop it yet. I want to wait. 15, 20 years, or leave it to my kid. And if I'm not there policing it, then have I abandoned it there? In both cases, I would say you have not abandoned it. But as long as you do enough to keep some third party from from basically... Um, I'm about to call the cops on um, your dog. <laughs> Ruining the podcast. Yeah. Oh my god! Well, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's my. Oh, you're right. I'd never call my the cops. puppy. Yeah, my my little puppy wants something, but uh, yeah, she's a 35 pound standard poodle puppy. She will. Yeah, they have sharp teeth when they're young. Yeah, anyway, I'm sure she's uh, a sweetheart. Oh, by the way, my, my my biggest my biggest poodle is here's his name is Louis von Mises Kinsella. So. Get the fuck out! <laughs> of here. Wow, nice dude. That's on his freaking rabies collar, man. <laughs> That's anyway, awesome. awesome. As fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. Oh man, um, I think we should probably wrap it up. It's been going. We've already kept you thirty minutes over. Yeah, we it's need, true. Yeah, we need to go. All right. This has been awesome, though. But, all right, how'd you enjoy this podcast? <laughs> You're gonna ask him the question. Yeah, I am. <laughs> that sounds like uh, is that what Michael? That's what Michael Malice says. That he goes, no, what he was says, your "What was your favorite this? part?" Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good point. You're stealing <laughs> his intellectual property, David. Um, I steal everybody's uh, property <laughs> intellectually. Uh, uh, I think you guys have a good vibe, and you, you seem like you're intelligent, have good sense of humor, and uh, you're young, so it's all good. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Lots of room Sweet for dude. improvement is what I heard. <laughs> dude, all right. I sent you're you right. a, your audio is excellent, by the way. Your audio quality is Oh, thank you. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I'm with it. Uh, yeah. We are the best-sounding Liberty Pod 
on the fucking net. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, yeah. That's we really sure of that. one of the hard things we strive for. So I appreciate you saying <laughs> that's that. That's the only thing we we made sure to get right. Sorry, we're playing but, uh, Saxon. The right. eagle has landed. This is Stefan's. Uh, oh, rad. Is it Stefan or Stefan? I never even asked. Am this I an sounds asshole? Sounds fucking awesome. I've uh, never heard I you say ask your my own mom. name. You I'm, gotta ask your mom. I've Brad, never heard nothing. you say your own name before. But, hey, ever dude, in my life. I, uh, have, you, have you have you ever met a girl named Stephanie? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no. Yes. Say Stephanie without the e. It's the same. Got it, Stefan. All right, Stefan. Thank Rad. you, Stefan. But dude, I, I sent you uh, the fucking rad ass post that went viral on uh, your Facebook Messenger, so check it. Yeah, share that shit, please. All right. Yeah, dude. Yep. Okay. All right, man. Well, uh, you want to tell everybody where you, where they could find you and all of your content, yeah, your plugs. Yeah, we want to share the shit or out anything of you. that you want to share. Well, I got. I, I'm doing a book of my. Uh, 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 an edited collection of my uh, libertarian sort of theory, which touches on the stuff we've been talking about over the last, say, 25 years, uh, coming out probably in about a month or um, probably two months. So that's on my website, stephanconsella.com. So that'll be out soon. Hell yeah. Law in the libertarian world. That's what we need. You I, got a Twitter you some... want to plug or anything? Yeah. Nah, I don't like to plug anything. Hashtag yeah. fuck <laughs> plugging shit. Ah, yeah. Hashtag Davey is wrong. Davey is wrong. Davey is wrong. Davey's a fucking oh, yeah, statist. Right. He's running his tax collector. <laughs> Go fuck him. Dot com. I bought that domain just now. Taxation is I now theft. Own that. Dot com. We're for real. Oh, Stephen. Three of his fucking <laughs> signs have been stolen. It, that's true. Three of my signs have been stolen so far. Donate to him so we can replace him with bigger, better signs. Oh, my God. Taxationisteph.com. Yeah, Stefan, you were fucking awesome. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on our, uh, Thank you on guys. our show. I enjoyed it. Yeah. All right, man. I enjoyed it. We'll, hang, we'll, we'll hang out at, uh, what the fuck is that called? Porkfest? Pork Pork Fest. Fest next year, dude. Yeah, if you go. Maybe, maybe so. It's maybe, possible. Maybe if I go, I won't tell you. <laughs> uh, by the way, taxationstheft.com goes straight to reddit.com slash r slash anarcho-capitalism. Oh, wow, no shit. Are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, it was fun, guys. <laughs> we'll see you in the after hours. Thanks, Stefan. Later. Thanks, guys. All right, that's the show. I'll fade that Fuck. shit out. Yes. Hell yeah, dude. Thanks again, man. That was a lot of fun. Um, All right. Have a good night. I enjoyed it. Talk to you later. We love right. you. See you, later. See you, man. We love you. Bye. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>